<laughs> Most effective, Your Majesty. Will you destroy this? Later. I like to play with things a while before annihilation. Nope, 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 that's in there. But the best part of what party. I can do is cut out you my half build. of the audio so it sounds like you're just losing your fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> you build a idea, Phil, the pop because I was very busy being with us the first time around. Uh, it's time. It's 90, 1980s Flash Gordon. Yeah, it's starting off a new year of the Tardy Party podcast with. Yeah, Flash Gordon. What got you? This is your pick uh, completely out of the blue. What got you picking Flash Gordon? Uh, Well, it's a technically, I have seen it before, but it was like. I want to say, like, maybe a couple months before we started talking about doing this podcast. Oh, really? Oh, that's funny. And I I remember... I didn't remember much of the movie, actually. Yeah. But, um... It's kind of... Uh, yeah, I can see why. When, when, yeah, when... Uh, where was I going? Um, oh, man, it's literally... It's it's noon no, on New Year's on. Day. So we're both justified <laughs> in being a little like, what? Wait, what? What's going on? <laughs> hey, how you doing? Um, yeah. No, I re oh, I can remember what I was going to say. I remember when, after I watched it, I was like, oh, it would be nice to be able to talk to somebody about this Aww. garbage I just <laughs> saw, but nobody wants to talk about Flash Gordon anymore. So this kind of a little bit of the impetus of the, the, the creation of the boy, uh, not boy howdy, tardy, I just did a boy howdy podcast, now I'm in that mode, Tardy the Party podcast, triple T to the mm -hmm. P. Um, oh, yeah. that's interesting. Um, did you, so you didn't care for much for it the first time you saw it then? Yeah, it kind of bounced off me. I liked it better this time. Yeah. Because I think I was ready to, I was willing to embrace just how fucking stupid this piece of shit is. And the movie seems to kind of understand how, I don't know if the movie completely understands how stupid it's being, but at least it's not trying to take itself seriously. Um, I think so. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the Homer Simpson of movies. Where, after a while, it just kind of gave up even caring about itself. Now it's just, like, naked and dancing in a Mr. Plow jacket and doesn't give a fuck about anything that's going on. Um, yeah. Yeah, I saw this movie, like, one, like a couple times when, like, just throughout my life. I probably saw it once on home, like on HBO or home video when I was, like, 12. And, like, maybe again sometime in the 1990s when my friends and I rented it from Blockbuster Video for a dollar on a lark. Um, my first memory of this movie was actually... Reading Starlog magazine as a kid, uh, there's a big 1980 movie preview that came out like in January of 1980, saying these are the hot new movies that are coming out this year. And it being Starlog magazine was all like mostly science fiction uh, movies, but there's a huge write-up about like Cheech and Chong's next movie <laughs> and like mm. the Get Smart movie that I guess were coming out. The Nude Bomb. I remember reading that as a kid, going, "What the fuck movie is that?" But the, the big centerpiece of that article was Flash Gordon. Could it be the new Star Wars? And I remember <laughs> seeing pictures from him going, "This looks like shit." And I was like mm -hmm. six, <laughs> reading this, going, "What this looks like garbage," and. Um, I appreciate this movie now, as even, 
I feel bad because I again I'm doing this thing where I asked you what your feelings about this movie were. Now I'm just right. No, here. I gave you I gave you my feelings. Oh, okay, but like I appreciate this movie now more, especially after the new Star Wars movies have come out, and like Star Wars has kind of turned to this whole big self serious thing that too many fans take too seriously. It's nice to mm-hmm. see something that was created just pretty much as it just exists as a Star Wars ripoff that is kind of the anti-Star Wars, where it doesn't take itself seriously at all. It's not trying to emulate Star Wars specifically. Uh, you know, it's 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 based off of, you know, the, the, some of the prime source material for Star Wars, but, yeah, like, this movie's, like, there's no, like, R2-D2 analogs, there's no big space battle, there's That's not true. even a sword fight at the end of the movie. The major villages kids are so randomly killed at the end. I, mm-hmm. like... But yeah, the the costuming in this movie is ridiculous. The sets are ridiculous. The special effects feel like a two year old did it. But the movie kind of this... seems to kind of embrace that. Kind, of, I think so. Kind of, yeah. It's kind of difficult I get, to tell. I c- I couldn't figure out if it if the like you were supposed to see every single like bead they sewed onto the costumes yeah. or if it HD let us do that now. That's yeah, because that's the funny thing with like the presentation of this of, of that we have now of movies. Like we get to see these movies in sharper clarity than they were ever seen when they first came out. So yeah, it's a little bit difficult to discern exactly. I I guess this movie is held up just even researching this last night and into this morning for the podcast. I guess this movie is held up as a huge camp movie for people. And I kind of, kind of, kind of a gay icon for people because you had like Richard O'Brien from uh, Rocky Horror. He's has a bit part in this. You've got Queen doing the soundtrack, and there's all kind of homoerotic thing where all the uh, pretty much everyone except for Dale is like some strapping dude with like tight, tiny little pants and stuff. And you know, I was that that does bring up a good point. That aside from Ming's Palace. Where he does have like concubines and ladies and stuff. Yeah. Maybe that's why he's so in Dale because there's no other women on this planet. Yeah, except for his own daughter, who he kind of throws. Doesn't she almost get tossed into his own harem too, or something like that? But even he, he's kind of like a big queen too. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like I, I hate to go because I'm not gay, but I've seen other people, gay people, talk about this movie. And <laughs> gay people, gay, at least the gay guys I've seen watch this movie will go off about how this whole movie is just coded top to bottom with top to bottom blah, 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 with gay subtext. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gay, and so I can't really speak to that with any kind of authority. No, nor should I want to. But like, it's it's yeah. Well, there it, were there yeah. were a couple times watching this where I was like, that's pretty gay. <laughs> yeah, not not. Just because of timothy dalton's peter pan pants but yeah but i like it yeah not in a bad way because i i feel back it's like i grew up in a world where gay was always used to be pejorative but like yeah there's definitely some kind of this movie feels like it was made by a bunch of campy gay guys uh using a bunch of money from a bunch of clueless older men who had no idea what they were funding <laughs> kind of um but so yeah I, this movie i guess we're kind of having the end of the podcast right at the beginning but you just want to get into the uh, talking about the movie itself Oh sure, it's outer space. It's outer space. Bad, it's, yeah. Some bad emperor with a stupid rain wants a new plaything. I'm so watching it at, as we speak, as which is my new thing. And actually, I just realized the universal logo at the start of the movie is the best special effect in the movie. It's the most true to form, the most realistic depiction of outer space in this entire film. I'm sorry, go yeah, ahead. Be, yeah, because the 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 screen earth it it pops up on the screen is is very bumpy it's very much just a globe exactly i mean i appreciate they were trying to recreate like the serial from like 1930s but it feels like they used like the same stuff from the 1930s to make this movie yeah yeah and uh 
his magic ring makes a button light up that causes earthquakes on Earth. And oh no, we're all doomed. Yeah. Um, One of the buttons says hot hail, which mm-hmm. I, the last time I did watch this with friends, we just laughed because everything else is just like earthquakes, rainstorms, typhoons, and then there's hot hail, which is not a naturally occurring thing that ever happens on Earth, at least to my knowledge. But it is. Yeah. It is. It is interesting though that on a completely different planet that presumably has never heard of Earth before, they do call them earthquakes. That's interesting. Mm. <laughs> Flash should have pointed that out and blown Ming's mind. Blink's like, Ming's like, I have to, told, he has to totally rethink everything he knows about <laughs> reality, yeah. That's a good point! That's really true! Because they're always like, oh, what is this quote-unquote Earth that you speak of? He's like, well, if, yeah, okay. Well, we named our quakes after him, oh, so... Oh, well, you know, whatever. But yeah. Yeah. He, he doesn't want to destroy Earth right away. He wants, he wants to play with it for a little <laughs> bit. Flash! Ah, yeah. Savior of the universe. It turns queen. into a queen music video, yeah. And even when they're phoning it in as hard as they can, they're still pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, there's, this is still great. I mean, I've, I've never sat down and listened to the rest of the uh, the, the soundtrack of this movie by itself, but the, the, the main title theme is still just as good as any other queen single out kinda, there. I even kind of like this stupid little played on an infant's Casio keyboard. Yeah, that's the thing. From top to bottom, this whole movie is just kind of dopey in in kind of a charming way. And even the the opening credits, it's it's they're 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 totally brazen with like, hey, this is how the original comics looked, and everyone's just wearing stupid costumes like you're gonna see in this movie. Um, yeah, actually, rewatching it, rewatching the opening now after having just finished the film just like 20 minutes ago. Like, oh yeah, I guess all the costumes really are. They were as kind of as faithful to the original comics as I guess as they could be in the 1980s. So that's actually pretty impressive. Everyone's wearing we... like the worst costumes ever. <laughs> Do you know anything about the comic? Uh, you know what? Actually, I did some research. I don't know if you want to get into this now or at the end, but uh. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I asked the question. Um, the comic, uh, for those who are confused, like me, Flash Gordon was created as a ripoff to Buck Rogers. Because mm. these days, no one cares about Flash Gordon and Buck Rogers, but they're kind of interchangeable for everybody. And so, yeah, it's important to note Buck Rogers came first. Uh, Buck Rogers was a World War One vet who actually gets Rip Van Winkled into the future to fight aliens and robots. Um hmm. He actually falls asleep in a mine outside of Pittsburgh, where I came from. He falls asleep for, like, 500 years and wakes up in, like, 2419. And, yeah, he does, he's more just, like, jet-setting and stuff like that. Flash Gordon, on the other hand, which was created, like, maybe less than a decade after Buck Rogers came out, which was, uh, looking up on Wikipedia, it sounds like it was very specifically created to cash in on Buck Rogers' uh, success. Uh, Flash Gordon was a polo player... Uh, from mm-hmm. contemporary Earth, you know, like 1928 or whatever, who fought yeah. aliens as planet Mongo threatened to crash into Depression-era Earth. And so he mm-hmm. didn't go into the future, and whatever uh, techs, uh, spaceships and stuff he used were all from aliens from, like, the time and stuff. And so mm-hmm. I guess it was a little more Earth-bound. I don't think he quite so often flew off to other planets, other unless they were, like, moons of Mongo, which I guess... If Mongo was about to crash into the Earth, I guess Ming decided and found out a way to, like, transport his planet around the universe. I I could see why they changed the plot in this movie, because of the plot in this movie, it's just Ming, uh, he's causing the moon to crash into the Earth, which makes more sense than crashing his own home planet into random other planets. 
Um, but I guess in the original story, yeah, um, because Mongo is so close to the Earth because it's about to crash into it, uh, yeah, Zarkon, Dale, and Flash just get on a spaceship and, like, travel, like, three feet and land on Mongo. And, like, whoa, we're gonna stop you, and blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, mm. so, anyway. But, yeah, that that's the creation of Flash Gordon, essentially. Um, and just kept on going forever. I have no idea when that or Buck Rogers ever stopped, but, yeah, aside from this movie, no one gives a shit about Flash Gordon or Buck Rogers, really. It's kind of a kind of a sad thing. I mean, the most both of those things are most notable just because they inspired the creation of Star Wars, which has now taken over all pop culture for the last 50 years, but anyway, yeah. well, that's, that's, okay. that's yeah. And, uh, I wish Queen had scored more movies in their lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Um, they were stupid fun, but I, I think it's just this and Highlander. Did they, did they score Highlander? Because I know they I did songs for Highlander. I don't know if they scored Highlander. it, but they did songs. Yeah, which I've never seen Highlander, so maybe I'll... Th- yeah, that, that one's decent. Way better than the other Highlander movies. Yeah. Highlander 2 is garbage. If I were smart, I would just make that my next movie, but I already know what my next movie is. But oh, no. Yeah. So, um... Oh, no. No, it's good. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hot hail now. Hot hail. Hot hail. Hot hail's the stupidest thing to attack a planet with. Yep. <sighs> so, uh, Blondie guy is reading a paper in his car. Which is... Not exactly the most action-packed way to start a movie. It's no. hero just in a car, just waiting and reading a newspaper. And two seconds of hot hail kind of rained down, then it, then it stopped. It's obviously, it's just kind of glowing rocks and embers being thrown by the cast members at, like, cars and stuff. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't look threatening at all. No. So, uh, a, la- a lady gets out of her car, gets on the plane, and then he get he likes what he sees, so he gets on, too. The plane takes off before this fool even sits down and finishes buckling. He's still getting in. <laughs> and then 80 sound effects say that the hot hail is going to come now. And the pilot mentions uh, that Flash Gordon's on their plane and he has a show. I hope it's good next season. And then they hit some turbulence. Is that the closest they made... get to explaining why these characters are on this airplane together? There's a show, and, okay, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, they hit some turbulence, and somewhere off-screen, somebody laughs. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, so, is Dale not there to interview Flash? They no. never explained it, like, you would assume so, just because they they're, just, they're, they're no, both they on just, this what seems to be a chartered flight together. Yeah, they just happen to be on the same plane. Um, I also made note, the the only real Star Wars thing in this movie is actually when uh, Flash rolls down his uh, window on his car to, like, yell at Dale. He's like, hey, Dale, I love you so much already. Um, mm-hmm. The sound of the, his motorized uh, window windshield rolling down is the exact same sound that uh, Ben Burt used to make all the C-3PO robot sounds in Star Wars. Mm. That's the closest... That's the... Uh, for me, talking about how much of this is kind of an anti-Star Wars, this is kind of like... That's the closest thing to Star Wars in this whole movie. So, anyway. Gotcha. No, you're fine. Um, so, Flash sticks his head in the cockpit <laughs> to let these experienced pilots know that they should probably fly higher up and yeah. stuff. And then the lady, whose name is Dale, says to leave them alone. They're flying the bus. I mean, she's half right? Yeah, and, and th- this is obviously like a set built on a bus. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Um, I like the name Dale. That's a great name for a lady reporter. That's that's fantastic. And uh, they kind of dress her up so, so she is kind of like a 1930s, 40s kind of lady a little bit. Yeah. Mm. Um, you really, it, it really does feel like they just really did kind of rip the, the costumes from this movie straight from the comics, almost to a fault. Because she looks yeah. kind of an- anachronistic, is the word, for, like, 1980, but, yeah. 
So uh, his name is Flash Gordon. <laughs> How would you tell? <laughs> How do you keep track of which character's name Flash? Is it the one wearing a shirt that says Flash with the movie's logo on it? Maybe. Oh my god, whose creative decision was that? <laughs> I, I'm not even arguing with it. I don't even think it's a bad decision, but it's so fucking dopey. Yeah. Yeah. He, he hits on her, and she tells him to talk to her because she's scared about the turbulence and maybe it will take her mind off it. Yeah. But, uh-oh, somebody sprayed some red ink and some water and turned it sideways. <laughs> oh, no! Which, that's how the... out the sun. Yeah. It's funny because Dale kind of puts up this front of being, she's going to be this tough-talking reporter, and that instantly cracks the moment there's any turbulence on the plane and is forever disappears from the rest of the movie. The entire rest of the movie from this moment on, she's all like, Flash, you gotta save me! Which is, <laughs> damn, Dale, come on. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, some flaming hail lands on a model and wakes up some scientists. It is a model. Again, yeah. This movie feels like it's got the budget of a big budget porno. It doesn't even feel like it should have been released to theaters. Um, yeah. Do you recognize this lab assistant? Uh, he was kind of... Is the, uh, he's wait, a chubby I'm... dude. Uh, he played Porkin, not to keep on hemming and hawing about Star Wars, uh, but, but he played Porkins, the fat X-Wing pilot in Star Wars, and he was oh, also... Oh, so when you said that the sound effect was the one Star Wars well, thing the one that they specifically... in film, you <laughs> lied. It's not like they put this guy in the poster saying, hey, co-starring the fat guy we named after a pig <laughs> in Star Wars. <laughs> Uh, he also played the uh, FBI agent from Raiders Lost Ark, and uh, was it Grissom, the corrupt cop in Batman, Tim Burton's Batman? And, yeah, Batman? Batman, except when he was in it, they called it Fat Man, because he could never be in a movie where his weight is not disparaged. Anyway, but yeah, he's in a lab with mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Was... Zarkov. Mm-hmm, played, played by Topol, who's yeah. best known for his role as the lead in Fiddler on the Roof. Which I've never seen, and I always confuse with... I thought we had seen another movie with Topol, but I think I'm confusing him with someone else. No, you, yeah, you confuse him with, um, uh, what's his name? The unfunny, uh... The big fat... They're like the big guy, guy yeah. Yeah, uh... Oh, oh God, it's an, isn't another dude with another, like, one name and he's Jewish? Well, he, he he performed in the like on stage version of Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, okay, yeah. Let's see, Fiddler on the Roof on stage. I'm no, sorry, it's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, uh, oh, shoot. Fiddler Roof stage star. No, um, you're fine. Uh, Zero Mustel. Zero Mustel. Okay, yeah. Which we, that's because the the one thing we saw with him in it was what the fuck was that shit ass movie, The Producers. <laughs> yeah. Oh. He was God. also the bird in Watership Down. Oh, that's, oh, okay, 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 that's right, yeah. I don't know how Who I confuse him with this guy, because this guy is definitely, this guy's actually young and can bend over and stuff. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, they're shocked because it's the morning and there's no sun. And, uh, he stands up on his bed, pointing very dramatically and says, Check the angular vector of the moon! <laughs> yeah. Which of is... course, there's a TV on, and it happens to be talking about what a brilliant guy, what a brilliant scientist this particular man happens to <laughs> this be. This is the way the movie handles exposition, as, yeah, mm -hmm. just, 
the lab assistant could have said something like this, but yeah, I guess this guy. I I I'd like to think this isn't even actually like a live news broadcast. This guy just tapes any mention of himself on television and just has him playing it on a loop just to just to flate himself in his own lab. Yeah. yeah. And uh, shit's going crazy all over the place. Oh baby. Oh baby, hey, baby. wants to talk about Flash Gordon. Hey. He bursted. You know, they say Flash is going to save all of us, every one of us, including the baby. Yeah. Yeah. We've got to talk about a terrible movie, John John. You go play. Come on, crazy. <laughs> 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 He's worried that Ming will win. <laughs> He's like, that movie's terrible, don't do it. He's just like, Papa, from the way you decided to describe that movie, that movie sounds like shit. <laughs> A big bowl of shit. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, uh, so, yeah, movie stuff. going crazy yeah, all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, on the news, it says that shit's going crazy all over the place, but NASA says no need for alarm, even though there's flaming hails and earthquakes and everything. <laughs> This dude's fat lab assistant just woke up and a hot baseball was in his it was in his bed. Mm -hmm. Like, come on, yeah. As the moon is out of orbit by like 12 degrees and oh shit, he was right after all these years. Yeah. It's an attack. And so, I guess that you find out that he got fired from NASA because of all of his crackpot theories and stuff about how mm -hmm. aliens could be priming the getting ready to attack us and stuff. Yeah. So uh Let's see. Uh, I think it just goes back to the airplane with Dale and Flash. No, they go up and they'll go up and counterattack it in this rocket right here. Oh, I forgot they already show off. Yeah, Zarkov has this fucking. It's actually one of the more impressive set pieces in the movie. He has yeah. his homemade like Saturn V rocket. Mhm. Mm it's actually pretty impressive. Yeah, it's just big enough to hold like two or three people. Yep, and oh and, yeah, uh, this, he he wants he wants the fat guy, fat assistant, to go up in it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but that guy is like, ah, fucking, no, I'm I'm going to run away. But to, the Zarkov pulls out a gun and, but, and can't understand why he's running away <laughs> while he chews on the scenery with every, he really does. every tooth in his mouth. Yeah. He's just glad he doesn't have to sing Matchmaker, Matchmaker, Make Me a Match for the yeah, first time in a decade. This, especially since the... The, his daughters that sing that he doesn't sing that well he's lonely too his wife died she got kicked by a no. cow she oh she did okay. he, he does the reprise the movie well he gets jealous because okay. she gets she gets matched and then he's like that's the sequel mm, fiddler, fiddler on the roof uh, oh, oh. <laughs> shut up she's jeez louise <laughs> so uh the pilots are still having issues, and they fly into some red fart fog, and they just vanish when something slams in the front of the plane. I love it's Ming! It's a great bit of editing, because they're just like, oh no, what's gonna happen? And then Ming comes flying at the windshield. It's literally just like a three sec, uh, like a free three frame shot. It's, it just looks dumb as hell. It's literally our first actual visual introduction to our villain, and it's just like, blah, blah, blah. and suddenly they're gone. You never find out what happened to the pilots again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, it's a good thing Flash has been having those piloting lessons. Yeah, in the scene before, they see very casually dropped, oh yeah, P.S., I know how to fly airplanes. In case they, mm -hmm. our pilots get destroyed. Yeah. Guess what happened? Oh, they're gonna crash into that crappy-looking model. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? 
So, the fat guy, fat scientist runs out, only to run back in as the plane gently crashes into the building. Yeah, on a wire. But, it this, mm-hmm. the, the, Obviously, this whole thing's filmed on top of, a, like, a fucking folding lunch table. <laughs> the the uh, Flash and Dale climb out of the top hatch, because planes have those. Yeah! And the, and the doctor <laughs> says that they probably want to use the phone. It's right inside this rocket, and they totally won't launch you into space. No siree, Bob! Nope! So they go inside, and the girl says, Hey, yo, I see that fool on TV. He's crazy as shit. And then he comes inside and points his gun at them, saying they've got 11 days or some shit till the moon crashes in the Earth, and they're going to fly into the sky in this rocket, but one of them has to stay for reasons I wasn't really listening. There is something that someone needs to f- put their foot on the pedal for the gas for the rocket or something? <laughs> Which... <laughs> That would be believable. That, this guy's supposed to be this fucking genius, and he couldn't figure out that you could just put, like, a brick on the fucking yeah. gas pedal? It literally is, and they show him later, like, he, like, he, this is just, like, the gas pedal. Meanwhile, yeah, Porkins, the fat guy, he's just glad to get the fucking clear of this whole situation, and, mm-hmm. yeah, he's just dodging hot hail to get the nearest Arby's or something, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I really want diarrhea. <laughs> It's like, well, if we're all gonna get crushed by the moon, I'm gonna indulge in every terrible food product I can find. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, fucking Zarkov's like, all I have well, to do he, is push this big te- shiny red button, and it'll launch us no, into space. No, he tells he tells Flash to stay on the ground, and then Flash is like, I guess I'll be going. Oh, I'm that's not right. going to attack you at all, you lunatic! Well, no, but even before <laughs> that, he is like, here's a button. This is the launch button. All I have to do is press it, and we'll go into space. Which would be a shame if someone were to drop kick me my face into this button, and then yeah, the I, flash like yeah turned around is all yeah. I laughed because him saying you lunatic while lunging at the doctor was just straight up silly. <laughs> it's funny because this guy sued the production for not ha- making sequels to this movie, and mm. like how does this guy dare the guy playing Flash dare <laughs> sue anyone for like he's lucky that like. He's, he's not terrible in this movie, but, like, it's not like he, like, this. if they had made more Flash Gordon movies, that, like, he would have become any kind of a big star or anything like that. Because this guy, no. uh, he's terrible, but he's great in a terrible way, but, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, they have a super lame fight inside the spaceship. It is spaceship. just, yeah. They're, like, fighting launch- in a refrigerator. Yeah, the launch button gets pressed on the rocket, starts to well, launch. Well, like I said, yeah, Flash Gordon drop kicks the guy and his face smashes into the launch button. And then they're all like, well, I guess we're all going to space now. You yep. fucking idiot. And then <laughs> they strap themselves down or else the G-forces will kill them all. Yeah. So they do that. And, and uh, the doctor says something about how friendship built this rocket and it's going <laughs> to be the end unless the three of them can... They all pass out yeah. as the ship goes into Actually, space. I'm looking at the rocket interior now, and this is the closest thing to a modern science fiction kind of set design in this whole movie. It looks a little bit like something like Alien, a very cheap version of Alien, because it's all white mm. padding and stuff. It's 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 what you think of like a late 70s, early 80s science fiction movie set would look like. And of course, everything aside from this is just a fucking mess, but yeah. Yeah. Aw, uh, Flash and Dale hold hands as they pass out and <laughs> fly into a space eyeball. Yeah, well, it's funny because they once they get out of Earth, it looks like kind of like 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 the background is just like NASA photographs of Earth, and they go mm-hmm. through this like paint butthole, and mm-hmm. so, <laughs> outer space for the whole rest of the movie is just well, especially this portal. Later on, like all the all the background space shots are all like done with a kind of a cloud tank where there's kind of the volumetric paint clouds and stuff, but this portal they go through is obviously someone just dripping paint onto a piece of paper. 
that like the spaceship <laughs> has been poorly blue screened in, dude, to pretend to go. We're traveling. What are you talking portal. about? And I love it too. Like even once they're out of uh, away from Earth, even before they go to the portal, they show the solar system. And there's like 15 planets and 42 moons, and like they didn't even have a proper idea of what our own solar system looked like. Mm. Yeah. So they yeah they fly through a fucking garage paint accident. <laughs> and then um, some guy with stupid glasses, bald guy with stupid glasses on his face, I says there's a strange object flying in the, into the, this lava lamp. I think that might be Richard O'Brien. He shows up later as uh, Timothy Dalton's uh, right-hand man, but I think that might be him, mm. or at least that sounds like his voice. Um, right. as as the Hopefully, as the guy who's know. like yeah, monitoring their 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 flight. Mm. So uh, another voice tells him to let that shit come through and glide it guide it to them safely land it and so they crash in front of some palace and some really really dumb gold armor looking dudes tin foil it's great stand by the ship and another stupid looking fool comes out all in red with like a snout oh like the sniffets from super mario brothers 2 yeah 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 and when, and when Flash comes out to hold his hand out and says, like, Hi, we're from Earth! It shoots its handgun at him. Yeah! Which just... flips him over, and then it shoots his handgun at him again, which grabs his throat. What a stupid it's... gun. I don't know if that's something from the original comic or something. They just felt that that would be a cool moment in the movie. But it is, again, this movie kind of doing its own thing, whether or not it makes any sense or not. I have to kind of give it props. Yeah. yeah, and as they're being led through the palace, now they're prisoners. Zarkov says shit that this is like a police state, and yeah, that could be cool because it means everybody hates whoever's in charge, and they'll just they just need somebody to lead them into the overthrow. Yeah, because that means Flash Gordon. He practically like goes wink, wink, Harry, hair. wink, wink at Flash about that. Like, oh, if only they had mm-hmm. a football player to lead them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. So, uh. They follow a, a, fa- a fat golden ball floating in the air, and watch a lizard man trying to escape get zapped into nothing. I'm sorry, did I say lizard man? I meant costume from a local small town theater. It's fucking terrible. The amazing thing is, somebody must have, somebody on the production must have been impressed enough by this costume to say, you know what? We're not going to use this costume once, but we're going to use that a thousand times throughout this movie. And there are close-ups later on of this costume and ones like it where you can tell they didn't even, like, they fucked up the paint job on the eyeballs inside the snake's mouth. So it's not even, like, like there's just, like, splattered paint. It looks like a terrible action figure paint job. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's it's a lizard guy with, like, a face inside of its mouth. And it mm-hmm. really does look like something from a middle school play. And, it's yeah, It's... And, like, again, it's hard to tell if they intentionally were trying to make it terrible just for fun. Or... The scales might be felt. It's hard to it's, say. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. And I do like the way it squawks when it gets zapped into a blue. <laughs> exactly that, too. Oh, yeah, I'm watching it. It's got yeah, its tail is just like a felted, like, bathroom rope. <laughs> like, it's that kind of costume. It's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh man. The gold ball zapped Zarkov's gun. Now he can't use it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because I forgot he was like, I'm going to use this gun. This gun, get us out of here. And it's like, nope. Mm hmm. And somewhere else, there's Hawkman. Uh,. One one of whose nose is so bro- broken, it's practically laying flat sideways on his face. For a moment, I thought that was a piece of makeup, but like, no, that's just the dude. 
Um, yeah. I had to look it up to see where this movie is from, because this movie's filled, like, if you just look at the background extras, like, there's some pretty fucking mung-ass-looking, fucking broken-looking people in this movie. And, yeah, this is filmed in Elstree Studios, where all the Star Wars movies and well, a thousand other movies were shot, too. So I guess these are all just, like, British dock workers who are just, like, you know, just working as extras for, like, a paycheck on a weekend or something like that. And this guy, yeah, this guy looks like he went on a fucking boxing match against God and lost. Like, <laughs> yeah. just, his nose literally looks like it's a piece of Play-Doh that got pushed in. It's pretty impressive. I'm surprised that guy could even fucking breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, they see some black guys, and they want to fight them. Yeah, it's like, they're the, from the black planet, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's pretty they rough. they fight them. Yeah. And then Ming, Ming the Merciless shows up, looking like something out of a Flash Gordon serial. I mean, he really does. He's, it's, it's, not John Lithgow. It's Max von Sydow. Yeah, just bald and beautiful with the shoulder pads and looking catty as shit. Eyebrows up to his fucking back of his head. Yeah, um, it's interesting too because like I, I guess this I guess the one of the characters named Ming, so I guess it is kind of like steeped in like uh, the early twentieth century Oriental Orientalism. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's 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 funny because I I can't tell how much of this I can't tell how much of this Big Trouble in Little China stole, like even down to the look of Princess Aro when she first shows up because that's almost exactly what. How, have we done Big Trouble in Little China on, on the podcast before? No, have we've you, both seen it. Yeah, but you've seen it, okay. But, like, yeah. even a What's-Her-Face, like, the main lady in that movie, she kind of looks just like Princess Ara in this movie. And I know it's because this movie's trading on the same kind of Orientalism stuff that, like, Big Trouble in Little China uh, was trying to redeem uh, by actually actually having actual, you know, uh, Asian actors and stuff like that. But it's just kind of funny, because I even love that the Ming's, like, little ball thing is kind of like... Uh, um, oh, who's the bad guy in Big Trouble in Little China? He's got, like, an eyeball tentacle thing that kind of does the mm-hmm. same thing this gold ball does, where it's kind of like his alarm, yeah. uh, alert, alert system. But I almost kind of wonder if that's, like, an actual, specifically, like, Chinese ghost or something like that. That this movie just somehow, just because, like, <laughs> just, like, stealing random elements from Asian culture kind of picked up on, too. But anyway, but yeah. Yeah, everybody hails him as the ruler of the universe. But Flash is too busy spotting one of the Mega Babe in the back of the room to notice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, Ming's got, like, a Darth Vader, Skeletor, gold-faced skull robot guy. Yeah. Uh, Who's played by... uh, I forgot the actor's name, but I guess this guy was the inspiration for Mike Myers to create Austin Powers. Because I guess Hmm. this guy was that kind of personality. I guess he was a bigger star in, like, the 60s and stuff, and... Mm. Yeah, and he was kind of a big audacious, like, hello there, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. So the Hawkmen are going to give Ming tribute. He has a big rock. Timothy Dalton and his green men come in saying, hey, that shit's our tribute. You guys stole it from us. <laughs> this is the dumbest and... reason for a fight. <laughs> and then they almost fight, but Mr. Gold Helmet manages to pull your weapons down, because no one dies in this castle without the say so of the emperor yeah i think it's like general yeah. cletus or something yeah, something like that yeah. clivus clubus yeah oh my god Tim i forgot Cadralis. there's a bunch of like uh fruit loop dwarfs <laughs> just like <laughs> they have little swords and they're dressed like little like robin flavor packets this movie's great <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing oh so, my god um, yeah the, the head hawk man, Volton, wants to keep attacking, but uh, the gold man says if he does, his daughter will be a sacrifice, and that's the, the 
did you see that shot of her hiding beside behind some of the Hawkmen? Because that's the only time you're going to oh, see I her didn't or think any, about that. Yeah, any Lady Hawkman in the entire movie. Maybe Ming took her anyway. <laughs> like, so, yeah, yeah, who knows? Um... Yes. That's the end of the podcast. We're done. Oh, this is not the end of this episode. We're just suddenly decided to quit. I didn't do anything. You just got quiet. I thought you were just gonna keep on reading. Oh, so um, <laughs> I'm gonna have to drop us. What what time code is that? I'm gonna have to drop something into the podcast to justify so, the sudden like, huh? Huh? So the black dudes wearing gold say, "Hey, you blew us up real good. Yeah. All we can offer is our loyalty." And oh man, they do love that. They're like, fuck, loyalty, that's pretty cool. But Ming says, hey, fall on your sword then. And he's like, what? Yeah, Jesus, come up here, fall on your sword, and show how loyal you are by killing yourself. So he climbs some stairs and pretends like he's gonna stab himself, but then he turns around and says, yeah, to me! Oh, that gold ring froze him. Oh uh, no. Or no, and the this gold guy does the him. worst possible job of pretending that he's frozen. Because he's just like, I mean, they put him in a really uncomfortable thing where he's like mid-stroke trying to stab Ming and he's like one foot up on the stairs and stuff like that. But even then yeah. he's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, then Ming just takes his sword away from him and stabs him. And that's his story. And Never see these guys blood again, too, which is actually kind of interesting. Uh, you probably don't recognize this guy because uh, I don't think you care that much about Raiders of the Lost Ark or Harry Potter. But this the black guy that just got killed was Captain Katanga. In Raiders of the Lost Ark, he, he's the captain of uh, the ship that uh, Indiana Jones and Marion mm, try to escape yes. on the Ark with. And he's also Kingsley Shacklebolt. He's like one of the head horrors in the Harry Potter movies. He's a dude who wears like a little pillbox African hat and stuff. But that's mm. neither here nor there. That guy doesn't look like he's aged in the last 30 years at all, at all which is really weird. But anyway, that yeah. dude's dead. Yep. Yeah, but Flash is too busy spotting the, uh, the hot lady in the bedroom to notice. Mm-hmm. And now the Hawkman. Oh wait, no, that's earlier because he does he does do it twice though. <laughs> yeah, there's a, this movie kind of yeah backpedals and yeah farts around a little bit. Well, Flash mutters that Ming guy's a psycho, which the Gold Orb is like. Someone said you're a psycho. <laughs> I know, really is. Yeah, <laughs> fucking ball. <And> they, walk, <laughs> they walk forward while Flash makes eyes at the hot lady. And that upsets Dale, and she says, Hey, remember me? I guess she's jealous. I guess they're dating now. I mean, they've yeah. literally known each other for 20 minutes, but I guess they're already a couple enough for her to but, get catty about this shit. Wouldn't it have made more sense for her to be like, Really? You're going to do that right now? Really? Like, just put your dick away already. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. Oh, and fucking yeah. the princess. Well, this is Ming's daughter that like Flash is getting all gummed up about. She comes mm -hmm. out, and she's got a pet dwarf mm -hmm. who is yeah. Deep Roy. From yeah. he played all the Oompa Loompas in the in the shitty Tim Burton Willy Wonka movie, and he played the mm -hmm. guy who rode the snail in the Never Ending Story. He's one of the more uh, famous dwarves who have worked in Europe in the last thirty years. But mm -hmm. yeah, I'm like Jesus Christ, you have fucking. Oh, anyway, yeah. That's, that's so they nuts. they ask who they are. Flash Gordon is like, I'm Flash Gordon. I play for the Jets. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, cause oh, and they're like, oh, the Jets. Oh. Oh wow. yeah. Not even on <laughs> even on Earth, no one gives a shit about the Jets. Why is <laughs> why are these people supposed to be impressed by that? Oh yeah. god. And I, I, mean, I am impressed that no one points out how stupid it is that he's wearing a T-shirt with his own name on it. 
Yeah. Uh, and then Zarkov says he kidnapped these two people to try to help him from stop the planet from being destroyed. Because we just, Earthlings just want to be friends, baby. Yeah. We, we, yeah. We got plenty of breakfast cereal and McRib we can He's like, why, why you gotta be, why are you attacking us? And Ming says, why not? It's hard to argue with that kind of logic. <laughs> so Ming says, hey, the universe is a pretty fucked up place. Maybe if you had known that, you you would have hid better. And then Ming drools over Dale for a bit, making her walk forward with his ring so he can check her out her curves and stuff. Yeah. And well, he he says... Yeah, sir, go ahead. No, he says to prepare her for the pleasure. Oh, the pleasure. The pleasure. Well, she goes... Oh. And so, well, she's like, oh, who the hell is this guy? Yeah, and she gets brainwashed, she steps forward. And then she's like, starts, like, rubbing herself... And the camera switches over Ming's shoulder to show him jerking her off like she's a yeah, kinda. Oh, like a dick, <laughs> which is actually from from just from a technical perspective is actually pretty impressive how they choreographed Max von Sydow's hand like rubbing her body like he's like mm. he's got his empty hand in front of her while she you know she's in the background and he's like ooh like caressing her while she's like hey eh, dancing around. like not even dancing but just like we come in peace <laughs> and yeah it's it's a weird scene and he, yeah everyone else is even still kind of like, what the hell's going on here but yeah but flash gordon's like forget it me tails with me what are you gonna do dingus yeah well, come on i guess someone's well, gonna throw him a football and he's gonna show them what for <laughs> he's he fights back and get, he probably gets his ass kicked by da- dudes in terrible costumes yeah but then zarkov throws him a ball and he goes football <laughs> And now he has the power to fight back. It's like Popeye spinach. All you have to do is hand him like a football-shaped object, and now suddenly he knows how to fight. Oh, it's actually... Oh, man. There's a bit here where uh, uh, Flash Gordon is comforting uh, Dale after Dale gets enraptured by Ming, and there's a great shot of Richard O'Brien from uh, Rocky Horror in the background looking super, like... I don't know. He's looking pretty happy. Anyway, but... Mm. um, There is a... um... Uh, uh, oh, what the heck? Well, there was another movie we did where somebody was useless until they remembered the power of football. Oh yeah. Oh man, that sounds. But I can't familiar. remember what yeah. it was. Yeah. It was something that did, the football did deserve to be a thing, so it would be difficult yeah. for us to remember. But yeah, out of yeah. 170 episodes, it would be difficult to remember. But yeah, I I think people misunderestimate how Americans don't necessarily suddenly develop superpowers when handed a football-shaped <laughs> object. But I guess that's what happens in this movie. Yep, yeah. and somebody taps away on a Casio keyboard. It's really stupid. <laughs> it is scene. dumb as fuck. I was reading a little bit of the making of stuff. Well, even the guards that he's he's fighting are like these dudes dressed. They're kind of dressed like a combination between a Japanese oni demon creature and football guys because they have like mm-hmm. golden jock straps and like football pads, but. Oh my god! In the making of stuff, someone was like, "Did you know we just made up the football fight scene on a whim? Like we just improvised that whole thing? Like no shit! It's just the most <laughs> random shit imaginable." Yeah, it's it's terrible. Oh god! Then, the guards are even wearing like football shoes, like 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 gym gym cleats. shoes. Like it's not even that's Oof. great. Yeah. So uh, the golden guy whose name is. Clytus okay. tells his men he's playing some barbaric game, so football it up, boys. And Flash even calls out like 
Yeah. Blue Fury 2! Blue Fury 2! Because this isn't a life or death situation or anything. Yeah, later in the movie, he's talking to Timothy Dalton, he's like, this is second down, man. <laughs> it's like, you fucking <laughs> Well, even though, also, while he's fighting, like, fucking, uh, the Hawkmen are kind of tripping up dudes, there's a, oh. a ramen packet dwarf who stabs a dude in the butt, and, like, yeah. Ming is just watching this happen, like, he's not even, like, mm -hmm. being like, oh my god, he's just like, I, this is just the every day in this dude's court. Well, I, he's just... probably just like, I can't believe this. I've never seen something so stupid happen before <laughs> my presence. What before. is happening here? Yeah. Hey, like... Bill, I, I, it was Starship Troopers, where the main character's like, football. Oh, that's <laughs> and, right, yeah. And that gets superpowers. Jesus. But anyway, um, he throws balls at people till Zarkoth misses a toss to him and then knocks him out and... Uh, Ming's daughter wants to fuck him, so she tells her dad not to. She strokes his beard and face. It's gross. Yeah. But then Ming, Ming is like, nah, girl, you're too thirsty for that shit, and your boyfriend will be mad. So And her he boyfriend, sends, I guess, is Timothy Dalton, yeah. Yeah. He sends uh, the scientist somewhere for rehabilitation, and Flash will do a public execution, since he defied Ming in front of everyone. And then... After they split up or whatever, Ming tells Timothy Dalton to go back to his kingdom, and he'll see her soon enough. And he calls her a lying bitch, but <laughs> she yeah, really, him to yeah. Go. Um, no, she, that did. That's what he says, lying bitch. This movie's got a hell of a cast for being such a piece of shit. Yeah, it is. You kind of wonder what, like, I kind of wonder if most of the money just didn't go into the sets and the cast, because it definitely didn't yeah. go into the special effects or the script or anything. Um, and pretty much everybody's giving it they're all like it's not a garbage no everyone's fire. playing it straight like for as campy as this movie is no one's well I've seen people will point out that camp really doesn't work if you treat it like camp but camp is is as most campiest when everyone's playing it as straight as an arrow which makes yeah. it like, which heightens everything makes things uh, even goofier and speaking of goofier um, I guess as everyone leaves uh, Ming's uh, uh, fucking court you get to see that there's an entire contingent of sh shitty alien lizard dudes who are just yeah. hanging around the background so the, yeah they built like a half a dozen of these costumes mm -hmm. Jesus Christ so in, in the dungeon Flash is wearing a stupid pointy hat yelling about wanting to see the governor because he has brain damage yeah. nobody told him you're supposed to wear a helmet when you play football <laughs> yeah he's already got brain damage just for that one fight and there's more no, it's lizard... from Hill's ears, is it? And there's, there's more lizard dudes in the basement who are on a cell, and this is the time when the movie decides we need a really good close-up of how bad that makeup mm. is. Mm, and, like, you really mm. get to see how the eyeballs are just completely mispainted. It's fantastic. <laughs> oh. Yep. Clytus comes in and asks him if he's got any last crest, and he's like, Yeah, I want to see Dale! <laughs> so she comes in. Yeah, I, I love the fact they comply with him. They're all okay. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, Damn you, I said I want to see her! So they uses a gold ring to make his stupid helmet vanish. And they have till the sand runs out. And oh man, the sand on this planet runs up instead of down. Oh, you know, I wasn't like, even paying attention. I was probably taking notes and I didn't even pay attention. So they start talking about how they must be dreaming, and when they wake up, they'll meet for reals for, and talk to each other. Yeah. And they're madly in love, probably having met and... Seriously, him acting like a jackass like, the entire time. This is like maybe an hour they've known each other. Although I do like because mm -hmm. I guess now Dale is Ming's property or whatever. She's dressed up like <laughs> in a ridiculous costume, which kind of looks like, you know, something from the comics. Which, yeah, it, yeah. I do appreciate how quickly these characters have already moved into their comics form. But, yeah. 
time's almost up on the hourglass. She tries to flip, but but it no work. So now it's time for him to get gassed. Mm-hmm. So many dumb outfits. Yeah. Including Flash's stupid little execution booty shorts. <laughs> well, and you think, with Ming as being as supposedly merciless as he is, you think there'd be a more gruesome execution or something like that. No, but they have like a little pop-o-matic little execution chamber where they're gonna very gently gas this dude who just fucked up Ming's court. And Yeah, I like... And I like that you can tell the doctor that is there is a doctor, because even on this weird planet, he still has a stethoscope. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking movie. And I guess... <laughs> is I guess even... Even on Mongo, giving execution victims a not-even-secret shot to protect them from poison is usually part of every public execution, I guess? Because this guy just walks in there and is like, Hey, man, I'm going to give you a shot. Don't don't ask why, because it's going to save your life. He doesn't say yeah. that. He's like, this will make it go easier. And yeah. I, I don't know like why no one stops him from doing this, but he does it. Oh, I love Ming's yeah. in, like, in a new black outfit, too, with like, a rubber S&M little hat with like crazy like <laughs> sideburns and shit. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Ming's daughter's bewildered by some of the water leaking out of Dale's face. <laughs> I love this when I'd... people do not know. What is cry? Yeah. <laughs> that Ming kind of says shit. it's it's what they call tears. Another sign of their weakness. The Flash is sat down in a chair. Black Hood put on him, locked in place. Like you said, the doctor gives him a shot of something. Yeah. The chamber starts to fill with green fart gas. And then it the is. credits roll up from the bottom of the screen. A nice short movie. Yeah. Flash. Ah. Uh, he couldn't. He do died it. from some. He died from some fart gas. <laughs> he played football okay, but turns out f- football's not a combat <laughs> activity that is conducive to overthrowing a long-established military junta empire in space. Yeah, I really think Queen flubbed that line. Yeah. Well, yeah, and especially you have to break it up over a couple verses, so it's you kind of mm. you start drifting. You're not really paying attention to the song anymore. Yeah, yeah. So it really does Ming... look like yeah. You know what? Especially because the gas comes out from beneath beneath the chair, it really does kind of look like Flash is kind of farting himself to death too. And it's mm-hmm. it's very silly. Yeah, Ming goes inside. He dead. He gets put in a coffin. Flash Gordon executed by Ming. I love how. And... Well, so yeah, I guess we're in the crypts beneath the the castle. Because now, um, <laughs> I just love, Ming gives Flash a really cool headstone, uh, mm-hmm. with his own font on it, with, with his own, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, like, they reverse engineered the, the font from Flash's shirt, so, like, the, mm-hmm. like, the, the headstone has, like, written in the correct, like, the, the Flash, official Flash Gordon font and everything, too. It's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. And the daughter, and the... The doctor and the daughter come in and give Flash a shot of something to bring him back to life because he he loves banging Ming daughter so much that doctor does. Yeah. And Flash is awake now and he's like, wow, Nito, you brought me back to life. It's because she likes him. Yeah. Do you know this lady from anything, Bill? Not that I know of. Is she from something? Okay. okay. The only thing I know her from is she was uh, Sylvester Stallone's wife in Oscar. Wow. <laughs> We'll return after these messages. Clytus, I'm bored. What plaything can you offer me today? An obscure body in the SK system, Your Majesty. The inhabitants refer to it as the planet Earth. I like to play with things a while before annihilation. Pathetic Earthlings! Who can save you now? 
Where Dale and Zarkov was, and she's like, ah, they're safe, but uh, and follow her, and maybe uh, he should put a stupid mask on to cover up his dumb face that everybody knows what it looks like, but nah, no, he'll just carry it in his hand. Yeah, he gives her like a costume, I guess he's supposed to be like a royal guard or something like that, but it's essentially what Flash Gordon wears in the comics. If you go mm-hmm. back to the beginning of the movie, you'll see this is pretty much what he's wearing in all the comic excerpts during the opening credits. Yeah, they see and he's Zarkov's. also got like a fashionable black scarf too. Not even like a cape, but it looks like it's he's, he needs to get a hot cup of mo- a cup of cocoa or something. Yeah, they see Zarkov strapped to a table, getting conditioned in a room with a James Bond laser-looking thing it really yeah. his dick. And uh, she's like, hey, he's just getting accustomed to our our ozone or whatever. Yeah, getting and, accustomed to their atmosphere, at which point you think, uh, Ralph, not Ralph, Flash, would be like, well, how, why do I not need to be accustomed to your atmosphere? Because he's an idiot. Because you're fucking stupid. You already lost all the brain cells <laughs> you're ever gonna need. You play football, so, man. Ming tells Zarkov that Earth's gonna get blown up because of him. He likes to tell people that kind of shit before he destroys their minds. Is this where he reveals that, like, he tests all the planets in the universe every thousand years to see if they can tell they're being fucked with by aliens, and if they can tell they're being fucked with by aliens, that's when he knows they need to be destroyed so they'll never rise up against him? Uh, maybe. Okay, yeah. I wasn't paying close attention. Yeah, but he said that's that's why he's been fucking with Earth, because I guess Earth is just, like, part of the, like, this thousand-year test. Mm. Or test that happens every thousand years, yeah. And the machine slowly rolls towards his head, and he's like, oh, thank God, I thought that was going to ruin my dick. But not, they're only going to empty his mind. Yeah. He isn't fond of the idea since he spent his full life filling it. It is also, true. Yeah, that is kind of scary, sad sad idea, but yeah. Yeah, they get to watch memories of his on the screen, wipe, get wiped away, and... I do like they that time with... he killed his wife in the pool. It kind of something happened there. Um, I do like they play into the fact that like it's not just Topol, but like it's very specifically like he's he's got Jewish memories. He got memories of the Holocaust. Uh, I guess after he killed his wife at the pool, there was a Jewish funeral, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess even later it's, he talks about how uh, thinking about the Talmud is what got him through this whole thing. But yeah. This goes yeah, on for a while, too. I feel yeah, like they're kind of burning sees, off screen time by using all this yeah, stock footage. Yeah, he sees footage of World War II and Hitler, and the bad guys are like, 
That one showed promise. That's... <laughs> oh, I like the look of that guy. He's doing a cool... I think he has cool ideas. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, his, his birth, the sound of his mom orgasming, and then his brain is wiped. Yeah. And Kaleidos says to fill his mind with nothing higher than a level three, because human minds probably can't handle anything higher than that. And he leaves, and then the lady in charge, uh, I don't know if we ever hear her name, but whatever, yeah. says fill that shit so, with... Yeah. Fill that shit with level six. Because reasons. <laughs> and none of this ever matters again, because later on Zarkov is just back to completely normal. It's not like he's smarter now, because I... It's, it's, yeah, this is just, yeah. This so, has no impact on the plot whatsoever. Yeah, Flash and the princess are flying through the air in a ship, and she's teaching him how to pilot it, but in a sexy way. Oh, we'll yeah, and she going. gets all up in his lap and everything like that. Mm -hmm. I need to give you lap hits to show you how the alt altometer works. And she's obviously a moron because he's like, why don't you all team up? And she's like, what is this team up you speak of? Aliens not understanding basic parts of the language that they're speaking with human beings. This is always, yeah, the the rand the arbitrary shit that the aliens don't understand is always amusing. And he's like, maybe someday I'll show you. Sexy? <laughs> so this... she's taking him to her... Well, she, I forget if she says Pleasure Palace, or they're going to see... Aren't they going to Planet Arboreum? Yeah, Arboreum. <laughs> is that what it's called? It is like like Planet Tree... It is like... The, the, like, there's Phrygia, which is cold. <laughs> oh, she, yeah. well, she, they fly by Planet Phrygia, and mm -hmm. that's just like a cold snowball. Mm -hmm. And, they, yeah, I think she is saying, oh, I can't remember, she's something, something. It's, who cares? Yeah. Not really, even though I asked a question, <laughs> everything's so dumb in this. <laughs> so, uh, uh, meanwhile, the other concubines are offering Dale a drink that will make yeah, back her in nights the harem. go yeah. with, with Ming more agreeable. Gross. Jesus. Yucky and gross. What you think so is we'll going to be this horrifying thing, but no, it's just, I guess it's just a big bucket of, well, like, whiskey that's been dyed green that she could smash on. So while Flash is having a sexy princess sit on his lap and be like, mmm, ooh, and Dale's being told, hey, this shit will make the night go a lot easier for you. <laughs> yeah. It's super cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, a little gross, but yeah. Yeah, but, they say it won't make you forget, but it'll make you not mind remembering. Jesus, movie. So she chugs it. She chugs it to her face. Well, I, I, I had to pause to this moment in the movie to remember that she thinks Flash is dead and there is no hope, and that the Earth yeah. is going to be destroyed in two hours. So I guess this is the only way out for. Her, but like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Ugh. Ba back in the ship, uh, the princess tells Flash she's going to make. A brain call to some guy and, th and think. <laughs> Did she at actually him. use that term? I would be a bit surprised. I, don't, I, I, don't I mean, it's so, what it is. Because like, be all you have to do either. is put your head in a bucket, and you can just think whatever thoughts you wanted. Anyone else in the universe, I guess. And he's like, "You can do that. Show me how. I want to talk to Dale. Let me talk to Dale." And she's like, "Nah, you need to persuade me way better than that." So he puts the ship in a nosedive, and uh, then a sack in the ro of rocks in the background is like, "Wow, that guy's dumb." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, so, that, uh, how is that supposed to persuade anyone? It's just <laughs> putting his own life in danger. Yeah. So maybe uh, she shouldn't have taught him how to fly the ship. And he said, I want to talk to Dale. So she lets him use his thoughts and talk to her. And he starts talking to her. And she's hungover. And this chode has... He, I love he, that she's she, already drunk 
not just the glass she was given. It flashes forward to her. She's al alone in bed. She's not yet yeah, drank the whole bottle of the stuff. She wakes up. She's got a hangover. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I like Dale. Dale's a mess. <laughs> And then, well, when he's, she's like, don't talk out loud, the princess is like, she's like, you just have to think. And this fucking chode puts two fingers to his temple to be like, <laughs> <laughs> it's that hard for this idiot to think. Oh, God. Well, and, and then she's uh, like, well, I'm stuck in the in the harem and I, I, got, I got to fuck Ming. And there, mm -hmm. one of, like, maybe my favorite whole line in the whole movie is just like, well, just fake it with Ming. Women fake it with me all the time. <laughs> I just thought it was like, at least he knows it. I like, that actually makes Flash seem a little more humble than the fact that he's like, oh yeah, people, yeah, I can't get a woman to come worth shit, but they fake it with me, so. <laughs> and he's just like, he's not bitter about it. He's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm a hunk, and I'm a superhero, and I'm a star, and I'm a football player, but like, yeah, I can't. Tiny get, winky. I'm terrible dicking the ladies, I guess, but hey. <laughs> All yeah. while the prince is sucking on his neck. Yeah. Yeah, all this, and, yeah, uh, the, yeah, the prince is completely oblivious to all this. He tells her they're racing to Abara to get help. Which it's, is, I guess, the tree planet where fucking yeah. Dalton lives. But he does think, this girl's really turning me on. Our hero. <laughs> yeah. And is that is that a line that, like, Dale hears? And he's, she's like, yeah. what? Yeah. She, yeah, she's, well, she's kind of like, I didn't catch that last part. Whoever actually thinks this girl is turning me on. Like, that's just. Yeah. I know it's a movie, it's a team, but yeah, it's kind of a funny reaction. These crackers are making me thirsty. Exactly! <laughs> yeah, it's that kind of line. <laughs> oh, God. But anyway. So, uh, yeah, another girl comes into the uh, the room where Dale is, and they stop talking. She got more booze, and Dale convinces this lady to start drinking. But uh, it's, it's And the music's very whimsical. Because she's trying to avoid a night with Ming and ruin her life. Yeah, oh, she's, she's trying to get out stand. of a rape trap, and yeah. yeah. So instead, she's going to subject this poor handmaiden to a rape trap instead. <laughs> so really, though, this, mm, yeah. So they've made Ooh. Zarkov into a double agent, and because I guess they know somehow they're going to need that, and then Flash. Yeah, and that, they just that, check in with them real quick. quick. Yeah, yeah, it's nothing. Yeah. yeah. Yep, and then Flash and the princess fly into a toy. Forest. It is like it's, it's a little chosky like your grandma might have in a glass dish next to like the framed photos of her family or something like that. Mm -hmm. I pre So I guess all these kingdoms are supposed to be the moons surrounding Mongo, the planet Mongo where Ming rules. We never, I don't think we ever actually get to see a whole shot of what the planet Mongo looks like, so, and we never get to see like that planet in context with these are supposed to be the moons of mongo i guess hmm. and so every moon is a kingdom i had to look this up to understand like exactly like are they flying flying to other solar systems and that no this is all supposed to be within the same like yeah like five five minute journey of each other i guess although it's weird because later we get to see general cletus he has to sleep while they're flying from like mongo to i guess it's arboretum or something like that but anyway even though everything everyone else seems to be able to travel from planet to planet or moon to moon within like five minutes. But, He's yeah. just tired. He's sleepy. So, you know, and um, Ming heads into his bedchambers to bang on Dale, ready to fuck. But oh no, it's not Dale. It's that slave girl. She got drunk on the booze. Oh, no. This does not make him happy. Because Dale's busy sneaking around, doing flips and shit, and kicking these terrible guards. Oh, the Sniffit dudes, yeah. When the yeah. guards are, like, all kind of horky, squealy, like, hork, hork, hork. And then when they get beat up, they squeal like pigs. 
These are yeah. some unsettling weird guards. Ugh, mm. I don't like them. Ugh, I gotta, no. gotta, gotta, gotta. <laughs> oh, and I, I noticed that the universe, the space uh, in... Oh, yeah, it looks like dissolving cotton candy dumped into a swirling toilet bowl every time we see space in this. Probably what it is. Yeah. So, uh, a bald guy with stupid glasses sees that she's kicking ass and sends they send Zarkov to go get her. And once they meet up, she tells him how Flash is alive and they have to meet up with him, which yeah. the baddies are going to let them do so they can get all of get Flash back. Yeah, she has no idea that, like... I guess this room full of dudes tied into a computer with computer glasses are just like have cameras everywhere and can monitor everything in the in the castle. She's just accidentally given flash up to the bad guys. Yeah. yeah. And Ming comes in and the gold guy tells him that uh, they know where Dale is. Agent Zarkovs is with her, but all shit, Flash is alive, and someone helped him escape. And ooh, this makes Ming so mad. Yeah. And Isn't Daryl Cletus like I know? I think I know who it is, and I need uh, I need all my all the resources you can give me to track them down. And yeah. I think that Ming is all like, "Well, who is it?" And he's all like, "Well, I don't well, want to tell you. Well, I just just but just give me what I need to track them down. We'll worry about that later." And I think Ming already knows who it is, but like he's like, "Okay, if, good, if, just go get him." Yeah, I have notes about that. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I don't care. Um. Yeah, he, he he's like, I might know who the traitor is, and Ming tells him stop at nothing. Okay. And he's like, no matter who it is, and he's like, stop at nothing. It, and, it uh, seems like this happens well, <laughs> all the time. The way everyone's yeah. acting, like, oh, goddamn princess, trying trying to start another fucking rebellion for the third time this month. Well, yeah. the gold guy, the the gold mask guy, loves it so much he holds up his 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 see through hanky and dabs his mouth with it. Yeah. He does it's that, real like, dumb. He does that once or twice. Other two, like in the times where he'll like wipe his forehead or something like that, was with this little see-through hanky for no. I like I don't know if that's like an actorly affectation or something like that. The guy just wanted a bit of business to do or what, but just, it's kind of weird because the guy's got robot face. But yeah, yeah. I do like the design of that mask. How it moves with yeah, his chin whenever he talks. I mean, it's, yeah. it's dopey as I mean, everything in this movie is dopey as hell. But I do appreciate it. It's, it's pretty effective. It looks He's a better looking Skeletor than Skeletor was in the live action Masters of the Universe movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's not hard to do. I though. know, exactly. That's the thing, yeah. So, now the princess and Flash are walking around some huge trees inside the tree village. Some kid is being initiated. He has to stick his hand inside a stump where it might get stung by some sort of poop fart monster it's dumb looking fucking... creature and i guess this is the test of Balloon adulthood thing. for there's no women on... i just realized there's no women on this planet is... i can't yeah. imagine why this became a camp gay a gay camp cl classic that there's no women on any of these planets the that's only what i women... said earlier no but i just I just realized that like even the only the only women we see are the fucking harem no oh jesus yeah and that but... one shot of volton's daughter yeah this is oh yeah I, this is a terrible test because this dude's not being tested. It's just totally random as to whether or not you get stabbed by this monster. And, mm -hmm. yeah, he fails, unfortunately. Well, he should get stung for his terrible haircut. Well, that's, yeah. He's, he's he in England in 1979. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah he, t he gets stung and tells Dalton, Ah, oh, kill me and spare me the madness. So he does. He stabs him. Just shows him. They, and she's like, she tells, the princess tells Flash to wait there. He goes, she goes to see him. And um, he's stoked to see her. 
and he is not so stoked to see Flash back from the grave. Well, it seems to me like him, her coming to him is the first time she's just shown up to see him for a long time. Because yeah. early at the at the palace, he was all like, "You're gonna come and we're gonna go fuck, right?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'll be there soon." And then yeah, when it revealed that she's only there to get help for Flash, he's like, "Ah, son of a bitch!" Like well, yeah. He says, "Oh, Flash Gordon back from the grave. I knew you were up to something, but I didn't think necrophilia was it." <laughs> I was like, "Damn, that's man. a good okay, zig." Yeah. yeah. So she says, "I wonder uh, if this is kind of the role that got him Bond because I mean he, he he's done other stuff. I mean he was in uh, fucking uh, Lion in Winter that we did, but like mm-hmm. he's he's a pretty good prince whatever in this movie. You know, he's a good fake Robin Hood." Yeah, she says, "If you kill Flash, you're never gonna get this sweet booty again." Mm-hmm. And uh, elsewhere, Zarkov and Dale are flying away, and she says, So that's why they let us escape. And he tells her how, as his memory was being erased, he thought of Shakespeare, the Beatles, and other stuff, and hot damn, you just can't beat that human spirit. He's like, I, I, I was, my mind was about to slip, then I remembered Yellow Submarine. And I just lost my fucking mind, and so badly, like even the computer couldn't I, couldn't erase it. I just like, yeah. I couldn't remember what his story arc was in this movie when I watched it, and I I couldn't tell if the movie was dumb enough for that to have worked or if he was gaslighting her. Turns out the movie's just no. Dumb enough all he had to think worked. about was like he he just had to yeah believe in pixies, and he didn't have to get his mind wiped. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, the special effects when they're flying around in that fucking toilet bowl of dissolved cotton candy. <laughs> Man, like, the special effects of this movie are dodgy enough, but when you get, like, live people blue-screened against that sky, just, like, it looks like Oh, shitty. everybody's, everybody's translucent. Yeah, everyone's translucent, they've got all kind of blue-screen artifacts, everyone just looks like a cardboard cutout standing against that sky. Like, it's like sub-Power Rangers-level special effects, it's pretty impressively... It's pretty impressive how consistently terrible these effects are. It's, it's, but in a good way, that's the, the uh, to the charm of the film. Yeah, and oh no, the Hawkman or green screen coming to get on. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're a combination of like puppets or like little still pieces of artwork if they're far enough away from the camera and stuff. And Oh, that happens later, but this is just like, yeah, the smaller group of the Hawkman showing up. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. And Prince Prince Baron's gonna lower Flash and some other of these terrible lizard-looking costumes into the there's swamp. There's two lizard guys, and it took me—I didn't realize this the first time through—that like there's a another Hawkman in the cage, and mm-hmm. later on, this almost feels like a character that was supposed to have a little bit more of a role, but that got cut out for time's sake. Because then later, as they're all about to get dunked into the swamp water, like. <laughs> Flash and this guy have a conversation that makes it sound like Rorod is supposed to know who this guy is and that he's supposed to be that's he's supposed to have struck up a friendship with uh, Flash in the yeah. cage but like yeah but nothing comes of that no so uh, Flash says they should team up because Ming is the real bad guy if everyone on Mago teams up come on God we could do it but, but they're lowered in the swamp they don't care. and how will football get him out of this one <laughs> It should, that should have been a line in the film. Magic football, come and save me. <laughs> save me, football. Save me, Vince Lombardi. So, now oh, back at true. Ming's palace, they're whipping the shit out of the princess. Maybe they'll use boar worms to get a confession out of her. Yeah. Well, Does and she demand... The fact that you've got this, like, tall Italian lady, like, in black leather S&M gear, like, whipping this other lady on a table, it's all very... Yeah, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's campy weirdness. Yeah, she demands to see her father. 
And he's, uh, the door opens, and he's just fucking standing there snacking on popcorn. Yeah, Thinking this torture's pretty cool. He's just cracked open the Lunchables, and he's, like, <laughs> assembling a little ham and cheese sandwich, and he don't give a fuck. And she's like, oh, shit, he got the Lunchables out. That's when he's, you know he's in a real mood when he's eating the Lunchables. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, but he is, like, yeah, fucking Max Monsanto. He's, like, in this pose where he's, like, like Blue Boy, that painting, where he's got, like, one knee out, and he's, like, like ooh, he looks all princely while he's, like, watching his daughter get whipped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this fucking movie. This, this yeah. is like a weird waking dream. He thinks the torture's pretty cool. Yeah, that's kind of that. That's that. That's that scene. That scene. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, back on the the tree planet thing, Baron decides that uh, there's got to be a way to kill Flash without making the princess mad. So a bald guy. That's the time warp guy from Rocky Horror. Yeah. Gets thrown in the swamp cage with them, pretending like he's a traitor. And then, uh, but he stole a key, and him and Flash are gonna get weapons to cross the swamp. And Flash is like, don't worry, Hawkman, we'll come back for you. Yeah, that, that, that's what... never do. <laughs> yeah, I don't even, see, I don't think we ever even see that actor again. That Which kind of insinuating that, dead. yeah. Oh. I never thought about that. They never revisit, like, Lizardmen. Well, I guess maybe they can, uh, breathe underwater, hopefully. But, like, yeah, we never revisit these guys ever again. Yeah. Oh no! R.I.P. Cage dudes. They're the true. Yep. They're the only true victims of this movie. Yeah. So Clytus got a confession out of the daughter. Ming thinks that's pretty cool. She'll get sent to the ice thing, Phrygia, yeah, for Phryg a year to cool her head because death isn't good enough. And uh, Ming tells Clytus, "Go get Gordon. I won't flash Gordon." Yeah. Well, Clytus is the first. Like, what can I give you? Well, he's like, okay. Well, thank you so much for uh, letting me. Wait, who's he gonna fuck? Oh, he's gonna like Ming's daughter. Ming, Ming says, "Yeah, Ming, Ming's all like, I'll give you my daughter." Or like, he's like, "Well, you can thank me uh, f uh, for giving for me giving you my daughter if you just make sure you find that uh, yeah, Flash and all those dudes." Yeah. And there's a hot damn shot of Dale and Zarkov being carried by a Hawkman that does not <laughs> look good. And what they're also being they're being carried by the Hawkman and these like S and M arm straps, which yeah. really does look like they just took them from a sex dungeon. Which, again, adding to the kind of, like, uh, what are you doing here, movie? And here comes Brian Blessed, being as most Brian Blessed he could be. You know the terrible things? I only really know Brian Blessed from the fat Gungan he voiced in, in Star Wars The Phantom Menace. And it's kind of mm. funny to hear that voice, like, <laughs> voice on this guy. But, yeah, he's just... It feels like they couldn't get What's-His-Face from, from Gladiator and other movies, and so they got Brian Blessed. I, 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 I shouldn't say that. Brian Blessed, is, he's good on his own. It's not like he's a poor man. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. He the was the Wolfman. Curse of the Wolfman. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I'm going to look this up. No, Curse no. of the Wolfman. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, so, yeah. Oliver they, Reed. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking there of. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, the Zarkovs talks about how they should probably kill Ming, and Hawkman... Voltan says, yeah, we want to kill Ming, but our weapons won't be ready for, like, another year. But hey, Flash is alive, and Baron is aiding him, so Zarkov tells them, now's the time to strike. I'll do it. Yep, and speaking of Flash, he's busy sneaking around, but oh no, he's been betrayed. He's in a temple where only tree men can enter. Oh no. He has to stick his hand into, uh, into these tree holes, and he's like, I'm not, that's stupid, no. But the Dalton... 
sticks his hand in and says, my penis is bigger than yours, you coward. And that's all it takes for him to want to stick his arm in there. And they just do this for ten minutes. Yep. It's the stupidest game. It's so intense. It's the the dumbest game of chicken imaginable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and at some point, Dalton, he also gives up and he's like, well, I'm going to make you go twice. Yep. And it's nice that Flash got mud all over his body, but his hair is still perfect. Yeah, although, like, the next scene after this, he shows up, he's suddenly perfectly clean again. Also, he's also mm-hmm. very lucky that the Royal Guard uniforms that he stole uh, from Mongo, uh, the tank top that comes with him, just as happens to have a giant Flash lightning bolt symbol on the chest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, he sticks his arm in and is like, ow! And acts like he got stung. <laughs> This guy acts about as good pretending to be hurt as he does for the rest of this movie. <laughs> oh no, I got bited! Oh, ow! Oh, it sure stung in me. Oh, you should ah. stab. You should probably stab me now. You should but then do it. He knocks Baron over and uses his sword and is like, I, I, don't you do it or I'll stab you. Now I'll throw the sword on the ground and run away. Dude, you just escaped into a jump. Yeah, what are you fucking... Put, put the sword in the belt loop of your pants or something, for Christ's sakes, man. No, Flash he Gordon, climbs down to the not, swab. You're not a miracle, you're a fucking moron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Baron says not to go after him. He wants to be the one that hunts him. So I guess the only now- reason they're doing this is because... If they had just let Flash die in the swamp like they were trying to kill him first, I guess the 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 princess would have been angry. But if the princess finds out that Flash was only uh, was actually killed by the this lizard routine, that like I guess then she would have been happier with the prince. I guess with Timothy Fuck Dalton, it, it makes yeah. And anyway, so, Flash running. Fl- he runs around a swamp, and it probably would have been nice to have a sword of some kind with all the weird creatures in there. Uh-huh. But he he sinks in some mud. Oh no, his hair. He go his, his fucking bleach blonde hair, mm-hmm. like that looks like he's that guy can't be well, especially because we see his body. No, hair he's not. In the he's a brunette. Yeah, he looks like he should be a swarthy guy. Because I used to bleach my hair sometimes, and it would turn into like chicken hay, and that's exactly mm-hmm. what his hair looks like in this movie. But yeah, he so falls he in. Man- he gets swallowed up by the fire swamp. He manages to get a big rubber tube. I'm sorry, I mean root. It is. From a yeah, tree. it is. They didn't even tr- like. I'm actually watching the movie now, and some of the other quote unquote roots have like these like painted markings on them. They, it looks like they just stole a bunch of industrial rubber tubing from the docks, like That's nearest Elstree Studios, did. and just like mm-hmm. yeah. And he he claws his way out, only to be attacked by some sort of creature that eats him. It's just a big it's balloon like and big tentacles. Farty bladder that kind mm-hmm. of somehow incidentally envelops him. Yeah. Yeah. But but Baron shows up and kills the creature. Okay, with with what? With his sword? No, his crossbow oh. laser shooting thing. Okay. I'm sure a sword But before he can before he can kill Flash, the Hawkmen show up and take them both. How did they Oh, he just fired a laser out of his crossbow. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um. And as as they fly back to the Hawkman's place, Clytus farting ship. It's a terrible sound effect. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, this is a sleeping ship. Yeah, yeah. He he wants to be woken up once they're close to Vulcan's home and once it's in sight, and um, then that is over. And yeah, uh, they're kind of following the 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 Hawkman as they're taking uh, Flash yeah. and and Bobo back to Hawkman. <laughs> I don't. Even, this well, is the part where the plot so kind let's... of breaks down in terms of like, how do they know to be there? Why do they suddenly decide to steal? I I guess uh, I guess Zarkov and Dale just decided 
they I guess they managed to did to convince the Hawkmen to fight. I guess I don't know. I don't know. So, uh, Baron and Flash reach the Hawkman place, and Baron's like, hey, there's some, this Article 17 in Section 5 of Ming's Law says I get to fight somebody if I'm gonna be a hostage. I don't wanna fight Flash. And so they lead, uh, Zarkov and Dale into the room, and Zarkov mentions they have 14 hours, so the moon crashes on Earth, but she doesn't care. She's too excited to see the guy she spent an hour with. Yeah. They hug, and she says she has crazy stories for him, and he says to save it for their kids. All right. Oh, no! Ew! <laughs> Not kids with this guy. I can see having kids with Dale, but... Anyway, and so the, uh, the fucking Hawkman King is all like, Split them up. We got a fight to have. And she's like, no, mm-hmm. we just got engaged. How do you... Blah, blah, blah. A gong is bonged and Baron and Flash are put on a big floating platform where they get tossed some whips. And Blessed says, let the combat begin with all the teeth in his mouth. Yeah, he's a teethy he, dude. Yeah, he gets a remote and starts tilting that shit. And while Flash is getting... His shit whip, Dale says, Flash, watch out! Well, thanks, thanks, Dale. (laughs) He's really helpful. Flash, don't get whipped in the face or body if you can't help it. (laughs) And now there's spikes popping out of the platform. I do love the escalation of this fight, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And, hey, Flash, stop being in whipping distance. Yeah. Just get him close. A whip isn't very effective if you're next to the person. Yeah, just get him and beat his ass. You're a fucking football player who's got, like, a foot on him. Just get him, grab him by the hair, and punch his face until he's unconscious and throw his body off the fucking platform. Yeah. Yeah. Which, says Bill Mudra, (laughs) hand-to-hand combat expert extraordinaire. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, They keep fighting. This goes on for a while. This could have been added more tightly, but yeah. Flash is about to get stabbed on a foam spike and and says, Promise me you'll team up with Voltag and fight me. And, and then I... Baron decides to throw himself off the other end <laughs> of the platform <laughs> when he says that. I guess he's so impressed by their request, he just, yeah, almost tries to kill himself practically. Yeah. Shocking everyone, Flash saves him. Yeah. Because humanity. And Baron and... says, Now Baron likes Flash. He says, Where you go, I follow. That was a quick one. They're fast friends, this Peter Pan mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. He's so gonna start a peanut butter company. Yeah. Then he says, uh, there's something finer in this universe than Ming's Law, but oh no, Clytus is showing up now. Oh, and no. Blessed makes the Hogman take their posts, and they welcome old Goldie in. And it's pretty ballsy of him just rolling in by his lonesome. He, yeah, he doesn't have a single... I, well, it would, well, fortunately for her, for him, it turns out well. Yeah. He says how how much everybody sucks. Yeah, how really he's does gonna murder of, them every, all. He knows everyone in this room wants to kill him, and he's just like, ah, fuck all, you eat my balls. Yeah, you fuck. Oh, you you're gonna die, and you're gonna die, and you're gonna die. Yeah. Fuck you. And then, shockingly, Baron punches him, and Flash football charges into him and throws him on the platform where I guess he's stabbed by the spikes and then his eyes turn into jello and I laugh at his stupid face. It's the best shot in the whole movie. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's just, it feels like this was supposed to be a bit more gruesome because uh, mm-hmm. the way it's edited it is kind of abrupt. He like lands on the platform and suddenly he's dead and, and yeah. the spikes, like the spikes are instantly there 
And yeah, mm-hmm. cut to the shot of his eye. His eyeballs are sticking out of his mask along with his tongue. And it's yep. just the most like, what the fuck am I looking at moment in the whole <laughs> film? It's great. Mm-hmm. Oh and, my but god. Also, it's kind of a just a, a lame anticlimactic death. Yeah, especially for a guy like this, and you think, I thought for a moment that, like, he's, like, laying on the spikes, and he's, like, reaching up, and, well, like, it's weird, too, because his body disappears, but then you see his face is sticking out of his mask, and his body's not disappeared, and Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, for that kind of character, you think there would be more, I kind of wonder if there's going to be a sword fight here or something like that, but, yeah, just the way they just kind of push him onto this bed of spikes is kind of, and not even, like, it's not even spiked when he falls into it, he, like, gets spiked after he falls on it, it's just, yeah, it's, it's... (laughs) Brian blesses, like, oh, Fuck you, had Well, thanks a lot. Now we all gotta flee. Yeah. Because Ming is an asshole and tells all of his Hawkmen to abandon ship and get the fuck out of there. Why and then leave Flash? Flash stays behind <sighs> for whatever reason. Yeah, Ming's ship shows up and Zarkov wags a f- waves a flag at them for reason. Yeah. And I don't understand why Ming is there with his ship. I feel like sent, there's, yeah, there's... If he sent... Clytus after them. I I would imagine there's a couple. There's must have been more stuff uh, deleted here. But I do love as everyone's freaking out about Ming showing up. Uh, General Cletus's body is still on that platform, <laughs> revolving around. <laughs> like if you're mm. just paying attention to that, it's fucking hilarious. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like Flash first suggested, they just make a parachute, jump off the planet. <laughs> Which in any other movie would be yeah. extra hilarious to hear someone suggest, but in this kind of movie, yeah, it could it could possibly work. Mm-hmm. So, uh, everybody else gets sent to Ming's ship except for Flash. Yeah. Because, um, it's, it's an odd direction for the plot to go. And Ming offers Flash a kingdom, because he, he's never met anybody like Flash. He's a hero and shit. Well, yeah, and I and guess granted, Ming is looking for a second command now that fucking General Cletus got skewered. And he offers him Earth, but granted, Earth won't be quite the same well, with the earthquakes and the fires and the shit, but hey, they'll be good slaves for him to rule over in Ming's name. Yeah. And Flash says, what about Dale? And Ming's like, I'm gonna marry her, because she's exceptional. Yeah? Yeah? Okay. Hey, you He'll never know, it. like, fucking uh, human women on other plans could be total bullshit compared to all the ones we got here. You never know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he'll breed with her and populate Earth again. And That's a Ming lot of breeding. Ra- Jesus Christ. Yeah. Ming would rather see Flash on his side than scattered to atoms. But oh well. They leave him on Hawkman's ship as they blow it up. Dale and Zarkov watch. She calls Ming a murderer and he says, Oh, ouch. Ooh, that... Ow. Words hurt, Dale. Words hurt. He should have, like, toppled over backwards as if he'd just been stabbed and be like, Oh, oh I've been <laughs> pierced by your words. You piece so the of model, shit. So the model of the Hawkman. Man, this model. This is some model-ass looking shit. <laughs> oh my god. It but looks like Flash. someone just set off a bunch of firecrackers in, the, in a fucking shoebox. Flash, through blind luck, finds a flying ship. Yeah. Escape ship in the base full of of people Flying that could dudes. already fly. It's like it's it's it's. it's yeah, I I guess, I guess this for, this is for guests who aren't hawkmen. So I if guess, you want maybe. to be someone who's not a hawk, they want to fly around with the hawkmen, I guess. But yeah, it's like mm. this little fucking sea sled that he just flies out of there just as the model explodes. Yeah. Yeah. Volton's getting picked on by his men. They're on the tree planet now, I guess, for not fighting. 
and he says he can't help a man who is dead. And then just then, Flash radios Volton to let him know, "Hi, I'm alive." Yeah, no possible way anybody else would hear that that's radio message. <laughs> exactly. And then yeah, fuck <laughs> he, well, well, uh, Flash says he's flying blind on a rocket cycle, and fucking Brian Blessed goes, "Flying blind on a rocket cycle." His reading of that line is, is mwah. <laughs> Brian Blessed isn't so much chewing the scenery as he's p taking his teeth out and just like putting them <laughs> on his hands and like making chomping motions at everything around him and like it's yeah I love him. How is he not a bigger star? I don't know. He's still alive. I know he yeah. talks shit about being in part of the Star Wars movies because like that movie turned out to be so terrible. But I wonder what he has to say about Flash Gordon. God. Anyway, but yeah, so... He, he seems like the kind of guy that would let you know. Yeah, he's, he's got a sense of humor. I, like... <laughs> I I do I do like how uh, his his king or whatever is all like, oh, and he radios back to, to Flash, and he's like, oh, won't you give an old bird a second chance? And then Flash is like, yeah, let's do it! And then it cuts away. Yeah, so, um... God, this fucking cat fight. <laughs> So Ming's daughter is thrown in the same room as Dale for reasons. Yeah, they for reasons. That's kind of cool. <laughs> they have a they have a pillow fight, and they kind of squeal whenever they hit each other. It's the most like ah, oh, kind of cat. And fight. She's like, "You're you are a bad guy." And she's like, "Well, if I was a bad guy, would I be leaking from my eyes?" She actually says that, and that's the most like okay. Mm -hmm. Oh god. She didn't know what a butthole her father was till it affected her directly. <sighs> Yay. Ming's daughter gives Dale some Oh, this part of the movie. Ming's daughter gives Dale some poison and is like, put this shit he drinks a protein shake every morning. She put says this like shit a in power there. potion? <laughs> I to rewind it because he he like he's like he he takes a power potion before the deed. I do like protein shake too, but like what's the power? <laughs> this is like is I feel like is it like a Pac-Man pellet that makes his dick bigger? Like yeah. oh my god, she's that's like hilarious. put the shit in his drink and it'll kill the fuck out of him. And Dale's like mm, I can't do that. I gave him my word I'd be a good wife. Okay, this part where you Dale come the fuck on what. The Dale, you just kill the motherfucker. She what are you respects doing? the institution of marriage too much. Well, she says she won't because keeping our word is one of the things that make us better than you. Oh Dale, my god. This is Don't be a douchebag, Dale. It is unfortunate when a presumably male writer relies on a woman being a total fucking idiot <laughs> to do womanly <laughs> things for the plot to continue functioning properly, but yeah. And fucking, uh, Ming, I and Ming's daughter just squints at her and is like, "Are you fucking for real?" Like, right I, now, I exist in the same fictional universe as you do, and even I understand that. Like, come the fuck on! Yeah, it's life <laughs> so, or death, you idiot. Some other lady comes in and says it's time to go. Dale says no one can save her now. Flash! He's flying in on a hot and rocket cycle. <laughs> And the special so, effects. And for some reason, him <laughs> flying the rockets out here looks—he looks like a little action figure. Just—it's rough well, they, as they, shit. They made it have this weird posture when he rides it. It kind of looks like he's trying to take a dump off the back of it without getting any on the rocket there cycle. There is absolutely nothing about this that looks cool, despite the super badass soundtrack. I think. Well, that's part of the camp value about this. Is like Flash looks like the last person in the world. Badass. Yeah, he should. Not, he should be the last person in the world trying to save anyone because he just looks like he's barely getting along by himself but 
Yeah. So the, he's headed towards Ming's palace, and they shoot the shit out of him, and he runs away. But they send a big ship after him to bring back the body, and that huge ship follows him and shoots at him. And he's very lucky because he doesn't really get shot in a bad way. No, he get, and, like his his little sea sled gets the zipped a little bit, but like not enough mm-hmm. enough to break it or anything like that. Yeah, he flies oh, into God, some clouds. Sh- the giant ship they and, send after him is like half transparent in the shot. I just like when it's yeah. launching. From the, oh my God! Oh, there's one point where near the very end of the movie when I, where something's flying towards the camera. Yeah, and they didn't. It, it's there's just a square around it. There's yeah. just a straight it's, up square around when it. When they're flying the ship back towards, it's the same ship, and it's like emitting green gas. Uh, mm-hmm. For some reason, the way they it's cropped, the element is cropped at the top and bottom, so the green gas is cut off. And it's just yeah, I guess they didn't have the camera pulled back away, so they could actually film all of the all the billow of green gas coming out of the ship on the special effects stage. So it's just cut, it looks like a, like a little picture. Cut off yeah. at the edges, flying towards the can. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this... he flies into some clouds to escape the big ship, and they're yeah. like eh, clouds, and they don't follow him. This is the cl- I couldn't believe. They're I was expecting him to come like, back out for some reason. I paused the movie at some point to do something, and I came back and I realized there's only 20 minutes left in the film. This must be like like the climactic battle, and this mm-hmm. just it feels like nothing. It's just like yep. oh my god, this is it. Yeah. Thousands of Hawkmen are waiting on the other side of the clouds. It was all a trick. They oh, saw no. SMRT. Yeah. And, and then the bad guys electrify some clouds, and then they go in after him. And Brian Bless, it's hyped as fuck. He's and they come out, out of the clouds as someone plays a Casio keyboard, <laughs> and Brian Blesses uses all of his teeth and his mouth to say, Die! Die! And he sends, like, multiple waves of his troops just to get massacred and... Uh, just, just, yeah. It and the seem like action it's going that scene, well for the Hawkman. No, the action scene has all the intensity of a bowl of basil soup. Yeah, everything's moving very slowly. Everything looks terrible. I mm-hmm. had to look it up. This movie had almost the exact same budget as The Empire Strikes Back, made the same year, and this mm. movie just looks like it looks like a porno, a big budget <laughs> yeah. porno. It doesn't like a porno of the times. It does not. Or the effects during the Hawkman attack sequence right here looks like or like looks like a Mega 64 video where they're making fun of a movie well, like this. Yeah, I like the Hawkman that get shot as they're flying down and just kind of glide in and land on their belly and yeah. just lay there. No one crashes because I just don't think they had the special effects set up to like actually like have someone crash. It's just everyone's just moving very slowly regardless if they're being shot or if they're surviving or what. It's just mm-hmm. yeah. And then oh but then God. after some Casio, someone decides it's time to kick on an electric guitar finally yeah brian may shows up with his guitar (laughs) but all we all we really can see is just smoke and lasers firing this is somehow from a mile away flash who's hovering in the sky with brian blessed can see that one of the named guys got hit yeah oh and and that goes in to save him yeah it's the dude with the play-doh nose yeah and brian blessed says who wants to live forever and goes in as well it's so much cheesy fighting happens yeah uh, the Flash is, gets to the... the name guy, and he says, Oh, it just winged me! Because he got hit when he was setting up a bomb. And I, I guess he wasn't him. able... Oh, no. Yeah, I guess he wasn't able to push a button, so Flash gets to do it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> to yeah, explode I, yeah. the thing. Because uh, you need something... Because to... really, Flash can't fly, so he really has nothing to do in this fight. So, yeah, yeah they need something... To... He just needs to push the button. That That's... He's, mm-hmm. he's the miracle. He's going to save everyone else. He's going to push the button, which an old like lady with her legs chopped off at the knee because she stepped on a mine when she was a kid could do like it's yeah 
Um, mm-hmm. So Flash and Vulcan go to the bridge and start wrecking fools and taking over. At Ming's palace, they're getting ready for the wedding and are going to play on all channels. The execution of Zarkov and Baron. It's great because Queen print- is playing the, the wedding march on electric guitars and stuff like that on the soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, not yet. Oh, not yet? Oh, they're just no. getting ready? Oh, okay. okay yeah, okay. so the princess is with a guard in some elevator. She drops some shit on the ground and is like, pick it up for me. And she pulls two long needles out of her pants. Then a drum roll happens as she lifts them up <laughs> and she stabs the guard in the back and the music goes... <laughs> I feel the wor- almost out of everyone in this movie, I feel worse for that guard. Because that's maybe not necessarily a lethal wound, but that just gotta hurt. Because yeah. it's not like Ming's gonna be. He got stabbed to- with two two sewing needles. It's just enough to go, what the fuck are you doing? And not like be mm-hmm. instant death. And you know Ming's not gonna pay for the insurance to get like to, to get that fixed or anything like that. So he's just no. gonna be crippled like from the neck up for the rest of his life. Yeah. Yeah, Baron and Zarkov are chained to the walls with blindfolds. Hey, well, there's graffiti. Next to the, yeah. yeah, that says "Long Live Flash." Did they do that before they got strung up? Because this revolution's only been going on for five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And then Flash isn't that likable that people should be following him. Yeah, I mean, I can see rebelling just because you want to rebel, but it's not like Flash yeah. himself is inspiring all this much confidence. Yep. She yeah. comes in. The princess does shoots the camera and frees them by shooting their chains. Then she says in her very distinctive voice that the camera is broken and it's being worked on to cover their tracks because no one would possibly recognize her saying this that. Rich Italian accent or one of the fuck, yeah. One of the five women in the movie. Oh my god. So she helps them get on an elevator and then she goes to the wedding because if she isn't there, she'll be shot. Those... Odd thing to worry about when your dad's about to get overthrown by a by everyone. I do give the princess credit for uh, reading how the wind was blowing and deciding to, yeah, re- rebel uh, g- to keep with the rebellion as it's building up steam, yeah. yeah. Flash! Ah, he's driving a burning ship! <laughs> and him the, and Vulcan. This is all he does for the rest of the movie! He sits in a chair pushing buttons! Yep. Him and Vulcan Volten see that there's three hours till the moon hits the earth. They tune in the Ming's radio signal, where Bill and Ted are apparently doing the music for the wedding. Yeah, it, that's, yeah. And this, this planet has the wedding march, but it's done on electric guitars. This brings up so many questions. Yeah. Well, how do and, you know human culture didn't spring forth from Mongo culture? Like the, uh, I suppose. Yeah, humanity could have been spawned by, like, renegade Mongolians who came to mm. Earth and blah, blah, blah. So Dale is getting um, led to the altar. I in a love black that dress. she's led by two more sniffing guards. These guys are the yeah. best. And so is Ming's daughter. They just tried to shove her as many revealing outfits as possible. Yeah, they give her like this diamond bra. That's no. It's just like they put diamonds on her tits, and that's yeah, that's her <laughs> whole top. Oh, I and do the like best the part banner of the movie. that flies by outside, <laughs> the, being drugged by a jet that says, "All creatures will make merry." Under pain of death. This is the part they, where I was like, okay, they this had to know this movie is dumb as shit. This is the right? part where I'm like, okay, did John Waters secretly direct this movie? Because this is the yeah. part of the movie where they're not even f- pretending for this to be a, like anything even remotely being a, 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 a serious film anymore. Yeah, it's fucking so, great. Oh Jesus. The the bag the bag guys see the hijack ship coming back but is it flying in the right pattern for the day and it's not talking to them on the radio i love that so none of the these bad... guys really think much of that it, it comes out of the italian snm lady to realize that this is not right 
Yeah, she says to shoot the shit out of it, and then she gets on the, the PA to tell the wedding party, Hey, yo, don't be alarmed. We're just shooting the guns, because this wedding's it's, so fucking choice. You, Hot damn. You guys are really happy, right? So it's guns. Yeah, this is in your honor. Dad, Ming, dude, whoever, yeah. <laughs> oh. And the ship is getting shot all around it in its general vicinity. Uh, and since he needs to be a hero, Flash says he has to stay in the ship and steer into the laser fields that'll destroy it. Yeah. <laughs> or something. Which is fitting, because tells... Flash is only in this situation because Zarkov needed someone to, like, essentially hold down the gas, uh, gas pedal on one spaceship. So he pretty much has to end this movie doing the same thing with another spaceship, yeah. yeah. He tells Volton to get out of there and calls him a loony bird. Yeah. I love Volton really doesn't put up much of an argument. He's like, hey, there's was good fighting with you. And he heads out. Yep. Uh-huh. And he, st he does tell Hawkman, uh, Volton, tell Dale, I know it would have been good. Well, you really thought about that one, huh, Flash? Yeah. That's... Famous last words. Famous it would have been good. It would have been okay. That pussy would have been tight, I think. <laughs> Wow, wow, Flash. I get, again, he is a football player. He's not a fucking deep thinker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Zarkov and Baron enter the control room, shooting a gun out of the ball, bad lady's hand, yeah. which I, they, I don't know why they don't just kill her right away. They take the glasses off one of those stupid-looking glasses. This might be the dudes. most horrific, legitimately horrific thing in the movie. Mm-hmm, he's just got a bunch of wires sticking out of his eyes. Yeah, he's got, like, springs shit. and shit. Like, Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, Zartoff is like, take off the, one of their glasses, and so Baron does, and they don't do anything with that. They just did it because, I guess he wanted, he's like, ha that'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's for some reason, not only kills that first guy, but then shuts down everyone else. Like, yeah. I love that, that even happens even today with, like, the Avengers movie, where all you have to do is hit the one button that shuts down the entire army. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, the the bad lady shoots flames at them and they kill her. Yeah, she, she has, done she has that like a flamethrower like rocket ring or something like that. Oh, yeah. and I just realized they shoot her and then she melts into black goo that like her body deflates. It's like one quick mm -hmm. shot that I didn't notice the first time. Oh yeah. god! And Zarkov and Baron split split up. Yeah. Zarkon, or Baron just goes around shooting the shit out of the worst guards ever who walk up to a dead smoking body and look at it. And then <laughs> yeah. he, he shoots at them and misses and they look at the wall behind them. Because <laughs> that's, yeah. These, these, these sniffit helmets don't allow for a lot of, yeah, you can't see what's going much right. But then, yeah, they go into a closet mm -hmm. and hide from him and then and just giving him just enough time to pick up this giant gun that they left behind and then open the door so they can get shot in the face. It's, yeah. These guys are terrible. Mm -hmm. yeah. How, did, they, how getting, did Ming ever conquer any planet with these dudes? I don't know. Ming's getting married now as Flash fry, flies in as Queen sings. And there's only half a minute till the moon hits the Earth. And I feel like if the moon's that close to Earth, Earth yeah, is already fucked. pretty fucked up. Yeah, no, like, New York has already been pulled to the surface of, of the moon. Like, yeah. 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 No recovering, but Baron enters a room and shoots someone with a gun, and that, that big gun with a, the gun, which deactivates the lightning field, allowing Flash to crash a ship into the building. Dale runs for cover as the ship is crashing and says, Go, Flash! Because she knows he's in there, I guess. I guess so. She, I mean, maybe they still have to share a little bit of a psychic connection. Yep. Oh Ming goes God, out like a movie. punch, punk-ass bitch, <laughs> stabbed by the pointy tip of the this ship if he had stopped to look right at what him. was happening he would have been okay yeah. but yeah he gets thoroughly failed and then he slides off it leaving a bunch of dried green paint on the tip i love all the characters like they didn't this... even try to make it look wet yeah 
It's uh, just the fact that every character in this movie seems to bleed an entirely different color of blood, regardless of the relation or anything like that, is just, yeah. This, <laughs> that's it. That's it for Ming. There's no climactic yep. sword fight or anything, which no. I appreciated. Like again, I like well, the fact. Well, Flash that... comes up and says, "Stop your attack on Earth, and I'll spare your life." And Ming says, yeah, like, like, "Have you seen what no just happened earthly. to me? Like, I think I'm already done for, man." And he gets sucked into his own ring. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting because his ring falls into a pile of dust, which I guess mm-hmm. is either ru- rubble from the, the 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 spaceship just crashing through the wall, or I kind of wonder if they meant to do kind of a later uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade thing where he would have crumbled into dust and mm-hmm. run out ran out of time and money, and so instead, instead yeah, he just kind of points out of existence. He gets sucked into the yeah. ring, and yeah, and then everybody starts showing up all happy and like. But oh no, the gold ball from earlier in the movie floats in and says, Hail Flash, you saved Earth! Well, I like there's Flash. a moment everyone's like, oh my god, is the ball gonna give us trouble too? And, yeah, and there's the- a brief, like, pregnant pause, and then it's like, yay, it's the balls on our team now! Yeah, it, it makes Flash jump in the air and freeze frame for a couple seconds like it's <laughs> I an thought it was gonna be the end of the movie, but no, then they, yeah. you, you still need a post, like, everyone's hanging mm-hmm. out, yeah. So now the qu- queen sings, and everybody's happy. Fulton says Brian's the or Baron's the rightful ruler ruler of the planet, and Baron says, "Ah, oh, Fulton's the general of our the armies now. Even though I'm about to proclaim peace forever, we still need armies." Yeah. Well, and, I guess and, you have to defend the peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they invite the humans to stay, but Dale says, "I'm a New York City girl. It's too quiet here for me." <laughs> and then everybody points to the skies. And the Hawkman spell out, thanks, Flash. That's some stupid-ass shit right there. Do you think they had to really plan that out, like, really hard? Or did they just have, like, they just they just do this all the time whenever they, they, they want to. Yeah, that's know. just how the Hawkman expresses appreciation for everybody. And then the gloved hand picks up Moon's oh. ring, and it says, the end? <laughs> and, of course, there was no more question mark after no. that. This is it. I do like the first thing you see in the credits is mu- music composed, performed, and produced by Queen. Like they were like, yeah, we know what the best part of this yeah. movie is. Well, that's easily the most popular part of anything produced uh, with this movie. Yeah, because it's not like anyone came to see this just for whoever the fuck played Flash Gordon or anything. Yeah. I guess maybe a couple Fiddler on the Roof fans <laughs> kind of wandered into the couple screenings of this, but. What a yeah. stupid movie. You know what? Any movie where it, it, the, the hero is over, or the, the villain is overthrown by the hero essentially stealing a bus and driving through his living room window it can't mm-hmm. be that bad. <laughs> the, the, no, it's it's an entertaining watch. It's, I appreciated it's ter- it more this time than watching it. It's a deeply terrible movie, but yeah. But, man. <laughs> it is still... <laughs> it's, I can't imagine watching of, this movie of, all the time for a laugh, though, because it's... Out of all the campy 80s, I mean, we haven't done a ton, but, like, this, uh... Like, Message from Starfighter, Message... Well, I think... American films, really. I guess, well, Message from Space was sort of American-ish? It was a mix? I think it was, yeah, I think it was a Japanese-American co-production, yeah. Or Italian or something like that. But that started... The first half of that was terrible, uh, just in general. But uh, this was probably in the most... I don't know if it was most entertaining, but... Well, see, that's why I like this over something mm-hmm. like Messages from Space, because Messages from Space, or we did, um... Uh, maybe I'm confusing Message with Space with... What's the... Star Crash. That's the Italian-American yeah. one. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking uh, Especially Star Crash was very specifically going after the Star Wars thing with, like, oh, we're gonna have this, like, 
we're gonna have the robot sidekick who's who's the mm -hmm. host of the comedic relief and we gotta need to have a robot bad guy and and we need to have a dude with like a ring that turns into a lightsaber which who is actually more space balls than star wars uh yeah. but like i'm pretty sure this movie didn't even try to have any of that there's no robot sidekicks there's no like there's there's not this there's this movie really is just adapting whatever i guess flash gordon was and not necessarily just trying to regurgitate star wars specifically which i appreciate it kind of went off and did its own batshit thing but yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, it's still not great, but I appreciate no. it for what it is. And the, well, just for the Lizardman costume just, alone. God. But, uh, yeah, this movie is notorious for the fact that its producer, uh, Dina De Laurentiis, uh, turned down George Lucas's request to the rights to make a Flash Gordon movie to begin with. And then after Lucas went off to make Star Wars instead, the De Laurentiis tried to cash in on the success of Star Wars by making this thing instead. Uh, mm. and yeah, supposedly the guy playing Flash got into a fight with the producers and left the film, uh, right before editing and post-production could start. Uh, so his lines were all dubbed by someone else, and mm. yeah, Flash tried and failed to sue the producers for breach of contract when the movie didn't end up making any sequels, which, yeah, good luck, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess there was a big, it seemed like, I guess for a while there might be sequels, because I guess this, even though this movie bombed like a motherfucker... Uh, in America, I guess it did really well overseas, hmm. and so I guess there was like, well, we could make it like, even if we just made, like target even more for for Europe and stuff like that, we could still justify a sequel. But yeah, I guess just because it didn't do well enough in America, that that kind of kiboshed any chances for for more Flash Gordon movies. And yeah, just um, yeah, that, that, there's not too much more trivia about this movie other than, hey, guess what? This movie movie's fucking bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. It is entertaining, though. I was entertained. Uh, it was almost two hours long, which I know I, I like how the further we go on with this podcast, the shorter and shorter we want everything to be. So even if, <laughs> like even if it's more yeah. than 90 minutes, it's kind of like, uh, which, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of movies are two hours long and even two hours kind of feels like, oh, God, especially if there's any chance it could be terrible. That two hours could feel like 20 hours. And this yeah, is I had, actually, I had, yeah, I had two extra pages of notes. No. I usually do eight, and this one was ten. Yeah, so that's it's just, you had something to say about this movie, which thankfully it wasn't mostly terrible, even though there was a lot of terrible things in this movie. But at least yeah, terrible in a good way. That's a good B movie. Yeah. He played for the Jets. He played for the Jets, everyone's favorite American football team. And that's mm -hmm. again, even with the things not being like Star Wars, I like the fact that like, even though you know you have this big blonde hero, I like the fact that he's already kind of a superhero. Before you know, because he's the closest thing to an American superhero as can exist. He's this big, tall, rich, blonde football player star, and you know, even with Star Wars, like Luke Skywalker was just kind of this farmer boy desert schlub. But I like this guy's even from the beginning. He's like, "Yes, I am Flash Gordon. How you doing?" And that just kind yeah. of confusing. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, he's he'll save every one of us. He'll save every one of us. Um, yeah. I am tempted, assuming this, mm. that's all you wanted to say about that movie. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, my next project, I am tempted to do Superman 1978, just because that's mm -hmm. only, also just made almost at the exact same time as this movie. Uh, but I think instead, this is a movie that's been mm. long coming. I'm going to do something mm. else instead. I'm going to do Batman Phantasm. Mmm, Mask of the Fighting Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah. This has been something you've been pushing for, for me to do forever. And mm -hmm. I was going to do it during Christmas because that would have been the movie's 20th anniversary, I think. Uh, but then mm -hmm. I got too excited about 
shitting all over the Polar Express for two hours instead. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. I've actually heard more people talking about it again because uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse just came out, and uh, people are comparing this to Mask of the Phantasm, where I guess a lot of people argue that Mask of the Phantasm is the secret best Batman movie ever made, but a lot of people don't know that because it's animated. And yeah, people you know, are saying the same I, thing I've, about Spider-Verse and Spider-Man. I've watched it many, many times. Yeah, yeah. I just bought it on iTunes. I can find a copy for you, too, if you need it. Um, yeah. But, yeah, we're going to be talking about that stuff. I'm very curious to see how that holds up compared to the, the TV show that we also did an episode on. Um, mm-hmm. Which I should probably watch a few more episodes of the TV show, because I only watched... Like the two dozen I did for the for the our tidy of the party about Batman the animated series. Um, does Robin show up in this? Mm-hmm. I was wondering if this is kind of like the era of the show where they had Robin, which that's not make or break. I can't remember. Like, I guess we'll find out next week. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. I think it's pretty much all. Very curious to see what this villain is all about. Assuming it doesn't turn out to be like a uh, pre-existing Batman villain that's just pretending to be the Phantasm or whatever. I'd be mm. kind of curious to see why everyone loves this goddamn movie so much. Hopefully, it's not just because it's an extension of the animated series, which that, that of itself would be fine. But no, it's I'm a good hoping standalone. it's Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. It works as a standalone too. It's not like yeah, you need necessarily to have uh, any real affection for the TV show to appreciate the movie. So we'll we'll, we'll find out. Was that the only Batman animated? TV there, show there movie some, that they made? There were some straight-to-videos, like Mr. Freeze had one. Okay, because I saw that there were other ones. Yeah, I didn't... Okay, yeah. I don't know if that was just the only theatrical released one, so... Okay. I kind of wonder if that was maybe originally intended for home video, too, but then got released theatrically at the last minute or something. Which I guess some does sometimes happen. Yeah. With the cartoons, but... Yeah. yeah so he's he's murdering on Twitter. I'm the Grumper Turtle on Twitter. Target Podcast on Twitter. TargetPodcast.com. Sure, sir. Happy New Year, because it's 2019. 2019. The 20th anniversary of a lot of... No, wait. 30th anniversary of a lot of terrible movies from 1989. Like... Oh, Deep Star, maybe Deep Star 6? I remember 1989 being a pretty good year for bad movies when I was a kid. Um, mm. But yeah, maybe we could talk about some of that stuff this year. Um, maybe, who knows? But yeah, like I said, if anyone ever has suggestions for us for stuff to talk about, um, yeah, we're always... Yeah, I need to sit down and drop a new li- uh, list of stuff to talk about, because I think I burned through a lot of stuff in the last couple months that I had wanted to do for a while, so... Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, we're onwards keeping this... And this... This... Uh, this Steaming train of rolling. Yeah. Steaming train of garbage. And within six months, we're going to hit 200 episodes. Good gravy. Good. It's fucking A. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yay. Tired of party. T- triple T to the P. Yay. Yay. I love this dumb little show. It. And all three of our <laughs> listeners. We love you guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll shop and let you guys get back to, 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 to stuff. And we're going to go back to figure out. We're going to watch some Batman. But you're blind, what man. kind of Flash Gordon topper can we do this episode? There's not much. We've only got no. 14 hours to edit and upload this podcast, Flash! Yeah, well, I don't know. We I, actually... I, just, dude. Hmm? Oh, huh? I just realized this podcast has has to go up like tonight, so we can go up tomorrow morning, yeah. Yeah, it'll be fine. This is one of our fresher episodes. It's so fresh. It's so fresh. But yeah, Happy wow. New Year, guys. Uh, thank you for yeah. listening to us, as always. Thank you for journeying with us into the year 20, 2019, mm-hmm. the year of Blade Runner. Oh, God, that's, that's a word of my mm-hmm. too. Um, but yeah, monkey pants. 
Yeah. Those lizard men costume. Just this movie was worth it just for that. I love it when we have a movie where if we can take away one thing, it's something as stupid as that, the lizard men costume. Like I can guarantee you like a year from now we'll be talking about something else and you'll be like you'll you will have just found like a screen cap of the of the lizard men that you took. And you'll be like, Oh, do you remember what piece of shit movie this was from? And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Alright. Oh, okay. Until I got nothing else. Bill's got nothing else. Okay. Check out his yearly Boy Howdy podcast oh, yeah, episode. I can't remember what the URL is, but you just Google Boy Howdy podcast. You'll find it. Yeah, three and a half hours. Yeah, three and a half hours we spent with Filthy Evolved talking about everything from yeah Batman and Black Panther to fucking video games and stuff. And it was a good. We had a good talk. We had a lot of. Yeah, we also taste tested a new Sour Patch Kid cereal on the at the start of the episode, which yeah. Yeah, you could probably skip the first ten minutes. <laughs> There's a lot of crunch and munching going on. <laughs> Spoilers! It's actually not as horrifying a cereal as you might imagine. It actually mm. does taste like Sour Patch Kids. I still have not tasted it with milk because that would just no. Yeah. You don't need sour milk. The that's fuck true. is wrong with people? Anyway, yeah. that said. Anyway, okay, shut up, Bill. Fine. That said. Until next time, fill your holes with pop culture. Goodbye, everybody. Take care, guys.